passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to make your car the MVP and bring home huge wins. That's right. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. We need to start the show. We've been here for 20 minutes. We've been recording for 15 minutes. (laughs) You what is that? Yeah, yeah, sure. Who's intro and Chandler? You can. All right. I'm too drunk. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. You ready? No. You picked a great episode, Chandler. All right. <laughs> Guys. <laughs> Show up like this to the meeting, please, tomorrow. Tomorrow? Please. I'm not showing up. I'll be on a call. Yeah, yeah, yeah but <laughs> be like this on the call. Are you yeah. going to the cup one tomorrow? Meetings? <laughs> Come on. Come on. Holy That's cow. like saying uh, Brett's going to do Come a on. truck race. What an idiot. Part time. What, what an idiot. I'm Part- changing my one idiot to Chandler Smith. I'm thinking Part- Brett's going to go to a meeting. Part time. Oh, my goodness. Uh, All right, we're going. Whatever, All right, go. The following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. Your bumper clear. Clear by two. Please really shallow entry. Door. Bumper clear. Hey everybody, I'm TJ Major, spotter of the six cup car, the eight Xfinity car, and this is going to be a rough one. <laughs> hey guys. What? Hey guys. <laughs> Don't spotter cut that for out. colleague racing. Um, I spotted for a guy yesterday named Chandler Smith. Who? Never heard of him. Uh, what's up, Freddie Kraft? Spotter for Bubba Wallace. Some other guy named Chandler Smith that might have had a good weekend. And I didn't do it. I oh my god, truck racing. Oh, we weren't we'll doing the truck race. Thank we didn't god. do the truck race. Thank God. We'll get to that if later. You read the What's show up, sheet. Casey? Hey guys. Hey girl. Hey girl. Hey girl. <laughs> I hate you, Chandler. Is in the studio today. I was gonna say Brett's gonna intro him, but I'm a little concerned that we're gonna pass it off to Brett. So this uh, is the only guy I know that can make Freddie Kraft look good. Chandler Smith is in the house. What? Only guy, I mean. Chandler, I can't wait for you to turn 21 to go to Big Al's with us on a Sunday night. Yeah, I seen you uh, yeah. tweeted that last night. I looked at my wife. I go, what is Big Al's? I have no clue what that is. So you're going to explain that to me. <laughs> well, I mean, it's actually, it's a restaurant. I don't know what you were thinking, but I mean. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I figured it was a restaurant, but like, what's the it's, setting it's like? It's not it's really a, a restaurant. Oh, so but, if yeah. you guys okay. haven't figured it out it's yet, a, two of the four guys in this room may or may not be sober. <laughs> we don't know. It's, uh, it's a big letdown when you walk in, but once you oh, hang okay. out with us for two hours, it's amazing. It's not okay. that bad. The food's not bad. Food's no, great. They got wings? Yeah, yeah, they, yeah, they, they got wings. Yeah. I'm all for that. Do you like honey habanero wings? I never had it, but I'm open to it. Dude, they're good. Yeah. I, and oh, first of all, good. if you ever, <laughs> the best thing that you can do is avoid these guys on your 21st because. <laughs> oh, I killed Krause. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, you know, just ask Derek Krause. Krause came, came out with us last night. He was last out there night. last night. Who did he call? Didn't he call his. He blew a motor on his phone. Yeah, but didn't somebody, didn't he get on his phone? He blew a motor in Saeed's parking lot. So he called somebody or something. I don't remember. I don't remember that. Chandler, have mm. you ever heard of Saeed's? No. <laughs> no. No. Chandler's got a baby. I know he does. I do. So that keeps him responsible. Dude, you're way ahead of life. You got a great <clears throat> job. You got a 
you got a baby mm-hmm. at 20? Yeah. I mean, He's 20. Eight, he turned eight I'm, months old yesterday. I'm 47, and I act like I'm, I'm doing eight the math old. here. He could have been creative from say. <laughs> what is this? <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, he's 20. I mean, say, 03. 03. 02. 02. Andrew's like, yeah. cut this out. Yeah. Yeah. Andrew better not cut <laughs> out this week. All right. The well. pusher, Andrew Kernland. We're going to. Hey, we're going to. Hey. Your show. Do whatever you want. So, oh, yeah, so Chandler, gonna. you had somewhat of a. Big weekend. Yeah, it was pretty fun having you on the. You still haven't told me your bathroom joke though, and I'm pretty disappointed in it. Oh, my bathroom joke. Oh, that's yeah, you know, I listened to some radioactive of you just to kind of hear more. You know, I had you at the duels, whatever, right? Yeah. So uh, I wanted to hear more about you know you and the Clint days, and I heard a bathroom joke that never got told. Oh no, that wasn't that wasn't Clint. That was Elliot Sadler at Martinsville when you crashed yeah. him. Oh, yeah, okay. that was well, when he got, he got the wreck during the caution, and I was peeing. <laughs> it ain't really a joke. I mean, <laughs> no, it was a fact. Oh, did you just key up your mic and you could hear the stream or what? Uh, no, no, worse no, than okay. that. I wish he wishes it was that. <laughs> no, that was way worse. Oh, okay. He's actually sitting down. You were in the bathroom earlier. I was peeing. I was. I was. I was not doing number three. I was doing number one. What? What's number? It was under yellow. Number three is big. Oh, number three is both. Number three is Brackett's Everybody does number three. Hawaiian rolls. Yeah, Hawaiian rolls. I still cannot get over the fact that you open a pot, porta potty door and somebody's sitting there with hell and all taking it. <laughs> that is awesome. Like that's, that's dedication. Oh, that's man, yeah. But that's why he lost the race is what I figured out. I think he just likes to be in the car and didn't want to feel. <laughs> <laughs> but Chandler Smith <laughs> already. Oh, no, wait, wait. You got to tell him how you, what happened there. I don't remember what happened. When, <laughs> yeah, you still have to the bathroom. I, 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 was, I was peeing, TJ. I didn't wreck anybody. I, what Elliot, Elliot comes on the radio. Elliot come over radio and he goes, hey, are you done spotting today or what? And I was like. Man, I'm peeing. And I literally, the way Martinsville's laid out, we can open the door and see the racetrack where the, oh, okay. uh, the, the porta potty's at. Well, it's not a porta potty, it's a bathroom. Um, and long story short, he had run into the back of Jeremy Mayfield. And that's what happened. Under green? <laughs> I feel like there's no, more no, to this story. It sounds like there's more to this story well, than that. What service. I realized is you have to announce when you go pee for the most part. If you okay. do that, you, you basically. You're, you're, that's like you're covering yourself. Liability like, release. Hey, yeah, yeah. That's like you're signing. So you do that every caution. Almost, yeah. yeah. I'll be right back. Every yellow. <laughs> I'll I, be right there's back. One, who was it? Who That's was, what you say. Who was in the bathroom in Martinsville during the caution? Was it? It was somebody's girlfriend. Was it Tony's? Oh, uh, man. There's nothing worse than a person Megan, that's not a spotter Megan, meeting so in so a restaurant. Did I get mad? Caution. You got real mad. We yeah, we have like a little suite. We have like a little suite at Martinsville. It's a scoring well, stand. A scoring stand. Yeah, it's not sweet. It's just like a. <laughs> it's not old, a suite. The old scoring stand, and like the rule is like. Don't be in there under yellow because, like, the guys may be running off the roof to take a piss. And somebody went to the bathroom under yellow. Oh, yeah. They're like, oh, I'm done eating. Oh, it's yellow. I'm going to go to the bathroom. (laughs) I mean, it's the worst thing. TJ went down there and Megan said, TJ was not happy. I've never really seen you be rude in person. You usually do it over text messages. I'm I'm a nice guy. (laughs) I'm never rude. Casey, you look very pretty today. Oh, I got a mind time. (laughs) <laughs> oh, is this gonna be all right well before the first this show uh, gets way off no. the rails oh. we t- tweeted yesterday that we had a big announcement you guys want to cue this up or should we we have a big announcement <clears throat> we, we have a very big for everyone who has been asking to watch dbc you are in for a treat because dirt vision has answered your prayers you will now be able to stream DBC on demand for free every week on DirtVision.com and the DirtVision app. 
That will be available on all popular devices. So, Brett, Freddie, get your phones, get your iPads, get iPad. whatever you got. My eyes are going bad, Chandler. I don't know if you knew that. Oh, did not well. know that. I didn't want to tell you that before the race. <laughs> you did a pretty yesterday. good job yesterday, so I couldn't have known. Thank you. I'm a big World of Outlaws fan. Starting next Wednesday, April 12th, you'll be able to catch next week's episode of DBC on Dirt Vision. You know what, Casey? That's really clever. We're going to come on Dirt Vision the week of the dirt race. Week after. Who came up with that? <clears throat> Same thing. The day after. That wasn't Andrew. I'm excited for Dirt Vision to be streaming our show, Casey. Yep. Free the register, and you get access to every upcoming episode of DBC, along with thousands of hours of World of Outlaws and other great racing content, all in the Dirt Vision vault. I also like to call out that. Wait a minute. Vision. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Oh. She's, this is a run on sentence now. So there, there, we, we have a. Freddie and I have a deal. Chandler, oh, I wish you were yeah. 21. Every time that Casey says the word Millbridge from now to the end of the year, everybody has to take a shot. <laughs> I wasn't going to say Millbridge. She actually. just said it. <laughs> Drink. As if I wanted you guys to get any less sober than you are right guys, now. Guys, I'll be at Millbridge on Wednesday, just in case you're like, guys, Millbridge Wednesday. Guys, Millbridge on Wednesday. Chad Millbridge. Chad, actually, you have to take a shot every time she yeah. says Chad. I actually don't. His name. Guys, Millbridge <laughs> rained out. Just in case you know, guys, wondered it rained out at Millbridge. <laughs> I mean, Dirt Vision's obviously awesome, so I'm looking. It's really gonna be really cool to be on there, and all you have to do is register to be able to see us ugly faces on. Yeah, my face is pretty. To promote our, the show. Yeah. Our yeah. faces yeah. are made for. We got a face for radio. Radio, yeah. yeah. <laughs> hey, Dirt Vision's free to register, and it gains you access to every upcoming episode of DBC, along with thousands of hours of World of Outlaws and other great. Dirt racing content in the Dirt Vision vault. DBC listeners <laughs> new to Dirt Vision get 50% off their first month of Fast Pass using code DBC23. Yeah, I mean, you can, like, listen, you can't beat Dirt Vision. You see all kind of racing, all of the World of Outlaws, which whether it's late models, sprint cars, I mean, I think they even cover Millbridge, um, that you get, you get tons of dirt racing across all forms of dirt racing you, and a 50% off the first month, like check it out. Why wouldn't you? I think it's a boat family affair too. Now oh. that between Chad being on dirt vision, with we're going to tell, we're going to talk Chad and run the course with DVC. Thank you guys. We're going to talk Chad and run the extreme outlaw series instead of the USAC deal just for, <clears> just for TV time. I think oh, we should put like Brett and a midget for the Chili Bowl, sponsored by yeah. Dirt Vision, with, think, with, the, with all think, the in-car cameras you can put on somebody. You know, I was talking to Dale this weekend. I think that you all should come out to Millbridge and be the officials. So, since so you guys think that you all know it all on track each week, so how about we make that happen? I'm down. Always. I didn't hear a thing. <laughs> I don't know it all. Okay. Okay. All right. Well, <laughs> stay tuned for more info, but don't forget this starts next week. You'll be able to catch next Monday's episode on Wednesday, April 12th. So right after the dirt race at Bristol, you'll get to hear and see what we talk about uh, all about. Thanks, Dirt Vision, man. It's going to be a great partnership. I grew up watching dirt racing, and I can't wait, man. We appreciate you guys taking us live on the stream. I don't think I've ever been streamed before. You've never been streamed before? No. no. Have you? Uh, I don't think so. <laughs> well, Guys, we want to keep them going, so let's... Uh... 
I'm too drunk. Hey, because listen, <laughs> you need to eat some mints or something because you're getting me drunk. Huh? Uh, I can't believe it. <laughs> so, do you think we can get the guy that does the announcing for the Outlaws to do like Johnny a Johnny Gibson? Yeah, like the DBC. The you're one of the oh, best. You've we, got them for. Bre- <laughs> <laughs> you one of the best. You've got DBC for Brett. Freddie and Brett have four. We do have four breasts. They're extra large. They're not organic. They're <laughs> steroid-fed breasts. What, what, what'd oh you call gosh. them that one time? You ch- Guys, we <laughs> want them to actually subscribe to Dirt Vision so they could listen to we us and not turn us hey, off. Okay? Chan- Chandler, what so, are your dieting secrets? Because you're awful skinny. He's 20, I Brett. just have a really high metabolism, bud. Can I borrow some? You can take all of <laughs> you want because I have to eat way too much You're food. over twice as old as him. <laughs> Don't forget that. At 20, you didn't give a damn what you ate. No. Uh, 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 no. <laughs> well, guys, we know how uh, Richmond was for Chandler over here, but how about the the cup race? Kyle Larson finally gets his win for 2023. Oh, did I win? Six. Oh, no. Is that what we did last night? We celebrated your win? Yeah, why not? Did you Chandler, why didn't you come to the <clears throat> win party? Wasn't <laughs> invited. I don't know if you can get in Big Al's yet. Not yet. Uh, so Chandler turns 21 to Monday after Nashville. Freddie, you got any good ideas? Yeah, we'll stay in Nashville <clears> and yeah, Smashville. Yeah. You know what? The rooms are like 400 bucks that weekend. Really? Yeah. Oh, I got a deal. Chandler, right. I'll pay for your uh, room. <clears throat> okay. I mean, I'm Sounds sure good. he just got a bonus. Chandler? No. What? No win bonus? Did you get a bonus? Maybe. Oh, yeah. he didn't say Is no. enough to pay for a room? Uh, I don't know. I'm a cheap one. How about my room? my room? I'm a cheap one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you what, you can't, you can't be a cheapskate around me and Freddie. That ain't, I'm a cheap wad, dude. I'm so cheap. Why? Look at the shoes I'm wearing. Have you ever heard of this brand? Yeah. There is no brand. Exactly. They're That's blank. my point. <laughs> it's the blank brand. All right, Chandler, take us what through the Xfinity Series race, getting your first Xfinity Series win. What was it like? Tell us all about Freddie on the radio. <laughs> What you got for it? Yeah, Freddie did a good job. The only time I ever got upset with Freddie was when I asked, uh, yeah, you know where I'm going with this already. (laughs) (laughs) I asked where I was getting beat at, and he told me in probably about a two paragraph sentence, and I said, yeah, you just got to be a little more. He said, just be a little more brief. He said, where where am I getting beat at? I said, all right. So I told him (laughs) every. Mentioned a racetrack. Yeah, he, he, sure <laughs> he said less detail. <laughs> yeah, I said, all right, I'll, I'll give you less detail next time. I thought you were yeah. gonna say something else. I thought, no, no, no. You I did a really good job, honestly. I, you I did thought good job. you were gonna say when you asked me about why that guy ran in the back of you. Yeah, I, I, I thought it. So I didn't know it was y'all actually in the moment. I did not know it was y'all. I thought it was the guy behind me, the twenty-six, and I was like, how in the hell did he even make it to my bumper yeah, to no. hit me? Hey, I'll give. Kaz really good, really credit though, because Kaz drove a great race. He did. I was, I called Alan after the race. Tom's like, dude, that that's impressive. Like you guys, we got saw it going Kaz on. last night. We made Kaz do a shot with us. Yeah. I can't believe he did a shot with sugar in it. <laughs> He's like a health nut. Really? Yeah. Mm. But no, it was good, Casey. It was good. We were, uh, we were good enough, just good enough to be on the offense all day. Uh, you guys were better than us on the long run, obviously, but uh, came down to a short run there and played in our favor. And yeah, the short run, it shouldn't even have like. I, I do have a question about this. Like, we get the caution for a car on pit road, and I thought it was a great caution. I bet you did. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think Jonathan Hinchcliffe agreed with that. So my question is, when it's a a closed like a, a pit road that has, has walls wall. and everything, and what's the difference between? I mean, I would I would send guys out to get that at that. It, so where I think they and listen. Especially since he missed Should like three turns. Probably not. 
Did I love the caution? But yeah, we're not talking about that. Uh, But there's a rule that you can't push a car more than three pit boxes. There's a rule in the rule book that you cannot push a car on pit road more than three pit boxes. So that's where they he was. I don't know. He was probably five or six away from his pit stall. Yeah, he he was pretty close to the one behind him though. No, the, the well, couple. I'm saying to his. Yeah, I pit think behind stall, the wall should count too. It should probably. <laughs> I'm glad it didn't. Yes, I don't know how. Saturday. I don't know how you you shut your car shuts off in three, or whatever a battery it goes dead, and you go past the entrance pit road. You coast the whole way around. You go by the entrance in turn three where the safety trucks come out. You come down pit road. You drive straight by the entrance to the cup garage. And then you stop. I preach, Jeremy. I will buy you a beer the next time I see you. <laughs> Who's Jeremy? Clements. Oh, he's got couldn't get his car started. Yeah, well, he it was, tried. That's impressive that it coasted so that far, though. Honestly, if it if yeah. it died on the back, he passed. I actually I was didn't surprised. Know that. Oh yeah, he drove. That's he, impressive. It like shut off in three, and then he, <laughs> he coasted, he coasted, the coasted whole around way. and got halfway down. Uh, the that's road, impressive. That it coasted that far. Clapping so, the whole time. <laughs> Here's what I've been impressed about Chandler: is there are places where college cars are known to be good. Right, plate races, road courses. Um, there are places where we've been known to struggle. Right, and Vegas is a hard racetrack. Phoenix hard racetrack. Um, you you led two hundred four laps this year. Obviously, one win and ten starts, which is freaking impressive. Should right? be two. But go ahead. Should be three potentially. Phoenix, Kyle Busch, if he didn't race him like a butthole. Well, that was we could have potentially won there too. I mean, I, I still don't yet like, to hear from him. <clears throat> Kyle, Kyle used like to be your times. boss. Yeah, yeah, Kyle used to be your boss, right? Yeah, he used you to be my boss. He's the one that taught me all this, like. How I raced him and all is exactly how he told me to race at KBM. So, I, anyways, I ain't going down this road. Oh, yeah. <laughs> no, yeah. oh, no, 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 no. We're going down the road. I'm still, what do you mean he taught you how to race? Well, I struggled in the truck series in 2020, COVID year. Yeah, 2020 was COVID year, right? Yeah. yeah. So, 2019 had four races. were really solid. 2020, uh, first mile and a half experience was Kentucky. I got chewed up, spit out. Absolutely horrible. First time dealing with aero situations and... It was rough, like really rough. So I had a really big learning curve trying to figure out like why, why when somebody was on my door at times, I wasn't getting loose, but other times I were, even if they were on my door the same distance. So like he explained to me the whole, like if people are making forward progression on you and whatnot, they can suck you around. around, But if you go into the corner with forward progression, they can't suck you around. You'll have the side force. You'll be good. So like it took me a long time to learn the aero side of racing. Once I learned the aero side of truck racing and figured that out is when business really picked up for me. But truck racing, that is literally all it is, is aero racing. Like if you can learn when I beat Kyle at Vegas, I aero blocked the crap out of him going into one. He had a huge run down the front straightaway. Uh, went into one. Uh, my spotter, Chris Lambert, told me he was coming, that I had to get up. All I did was I barely took a little wheel angle out of the steering wheel, floated right up into him, and he lost the nose, and we won. So figuring that out in truck racing was really big. But back to my point, he taught me these things. He taught me the whole aero side. And, like, this is what you got to do. Like, you got to know that if you're sitting on somebody's door, that you if you get wrecked, you can't be mad at the guy. Like, you can't be mad if – Kyle, I can't be mad at Kyle Busch for wrecking me at Phoenix, and I wasn't. Like, I was not mad at him at all for wrecking me at Phoenix. I was upset with him because if the shoe was on the other foot and I was in second and at the time Kyle was in third and he was faster than me, he would he would have been really pissed if I didn't let him go because at that time I was better than the 18, yeah, same me, yeah, the 18 were. at that yeah. time. Um, I, he would have been mad, right, because I didn't let him go. So I was more pissed off at that point than being wrecked. Being re- like, it is what it is. I didn't go into the corner trying to sit on his door. I went in just like I did all day, running the top. You don't enter on the fence at Phoenix in turn one. Like, you don't do that. You do a diamond. Everybody was running the same line. So 
Um, when I went back, the 98 had a visor cam. Um, I went back and watched his visor cam. He had a perfect view of it. He didn't even, like, from that view, it didn't look like he was trying to even run the bottom. He was trying to run, he was just trying to take my lane away right off the bat, which is fine. We were racing hard. That's fine. I'm just more upset at the fact we haven't even talked. I've reached out to him three times, tried to talk to him. Like, I want to get over it. He's a grown man, two-time champion. Let's be grown men about it. Let's talk about it, get over it, and let's keep heat. So he won't respond. Collie Grayson hired him to make our program better, right? Yeah. Let's keep doing that. Let's not have anything hindering it. Let's... Let's combine efforts, I, try I to make it better. I haven't seen a lot of guys make Kyle Busch run out of talent. Did you hear that? It started when I beat Kyle. <laughs> we beat him every time we raced him. There you go. I love you, Kyle to death. I do. Car. Yeah, but you – I mean, that's a big statement to say you beat Kyle Busch every time you I love Kyle to death. Equipment. Like, he has taught me a lot of who I am today. Like, he has taught me a lot. I was at KBM for a really long time. I love him to death. I He's one mean, of the best race car drivers ever live. Yeah, ever. like, I mean, no disrespect when I say this. Like, I just – wish we would have talked and still to this day i want to talk to him about it i want to talk about it so we can get over it and move on he's busy throwing hail marys at uh at ross <laughs> he's throwing a lot of hail marys at ross i mean he did it me too he that interview about the whole disrespect and all that and that there was a truck driver all he was referring to me he, and he mentioned yeah i mean he was referring to me in that interview he was because i was the truck driver that was with him for i don't know how two years he said or whatever yeah um and how he said that- and how did that transition take place? Obviously, I don't know if there's bad blood now. Well, I mean, it seems like it, but everybody so- left Toyota. There's good <clears throat> blood. There's Chevrolet blood. There's bow tie blood now. Toy or not Toyota. Kyle had some with influence Kyle. on me coming to colleague. I had conversations with him and my options that I had leading up to this year and what he thought. I leaned on Kyle a lot. Like me and him talked a lot last year. We always have been pretty pretty tight to an extent. Um, I leaned on him and asked him was like, if you were in my position, you know, with a wife and a kid. I'm young. I'm 20 years old. Like, if these are your options, what is Kyle Busch going to do and why? Tell me why. And he mentioned Collie Grayson. And the main reason was, you know, this team is not going to go anywhere for a really long time. You got Matt Collie as a team owner. Got a cup team that's building. Uh, I ran the cup car this Sunday. We're not that bad. Like, we, we're really, really new. We don't have Only that many. Only two years old. We're not – we don't have that many resources. We don't have the same resources as RCR, and we drove up to them at the end of the race. So, like, we're doing good things. We just got to keep working on it. Like, like Brett just said, two years old. So, he told me all this and told me to keep that in consideration. I mean, there was talks that Kyle was going to colleague. So, um, he was a pretty big influence why I even came over to colleague racing in general. But I – it it still just bothers me because I know how good of a relationship, even after, after Vegas. I mean, he came up to me after Vegas, like, dude, good job. Like we ran the same stuff today and you outran me like props to you. Like, that's awesome to that hear. Like, awesome. And he, like, that's, that's good to hear. Like the respect that we had, it was like, it was all just thrown out the window because of that one incident. And we, we didn't even talk it over. Didn't get each other side of it. Didn't say, all right, let's agree to disagree and move on and keep trying to build this organization up. Like that's, that was the, that's the reason he got hired. Yeah. Well, dude, you're um I mean, it's pretty cool to have a guy like Kyle be a mentor early in early in your career. I mean, uh, obviously, I mean, we we've seen a lot of talented guys come through here that don't help other people, and I'm not going to call anybody out for that, but we've also seen guys like Mark Martin, Kurt Busch, Kyle Busch be able to help guys like you, man. And to be 20 and to be in the position you're in, it's got to be I mean, dude, you're literally living a dream. You're 20 years old, driving a race car for a living, way ahead of life, right? Way ahead of where Freddie was at 20 years old. Ooh, where were you at <clears throat> 20 years old? Uh, 
Saeed. Uh, not good. I was bartending. <laughs> not good. I was bartending. No, you're not good today. I'm not good right now. But I was 20 years old was a was a long year for Freddie. How old are you, Freddie? 40. How old do you feel? 60. <laughs> <laughs> when I turned today. 40, everybody said, you feel 40? I said, no, I feel 60, but I act 20, so I'm back to 40 again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you average that, you're good. We just need to get TJ to big average <clears throat> one Sunday night. I mean, I you know what? Actually, I actually considered it last night, but I'm glad. I'm sure glad I didn't it's go. I, I, I tell you what, I considered. I considered getting on the airplane. Uh, that's what I, I saw. I saw TJ walking his airplane. Not and my I, airplane. And I saw me. Well, essentially, <laughs> your, it says TJMajors.com on it. <laughs> and I was like, man, TJ's going to his jet, and I'm going to this other jet. Oh, you? He did that little wave. Like, oh, was it Ken's? No, yeah. I went. With no, Brad. he was on Brad's jet. Brett's walking over the door, and he's like, I was flipping him off. I was like, you a <laughs> hole. No. Okay, you both flew how private. Your, let's how, not get ahead of ourselves here. How, well, let's let's talk about hang, that. Hang on a second. Yeah, let's Uh-oh. get – that's just where I was going. What happened? How was your, how was your flight home last night? My flight home was fine when it finally took off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, it took I, forever I, for our flight I, to take I, off. Well, they couldn't find an airport. I mean, it's hard. I mean, I don't know. But, but TJ, I was jealous. I knew TJ would be home by it, I, I, When I was driving home, like – Damn, I bet Brett's not gonna be home for like another hour. No, you landed before I. That's what I was. That's that's why I went. Which is fine. (laughs) Um, Anyway, all right, Casey, we probably need to get the show moving. Chandler's got a uh, appointment. I mean, I don't, I don't blame him. I do. All right. You got a, me- you got a meeting. We're supposed to go to Bojangles to get us Oh, breakfast. shoot. Maybe I do, actually, now I'm thinking about it. <laughs> this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. We all carry around different stressors, big and small. When we keep them bottled up, Brett, they can start to affect us negatively. Therapy is a safe space to get things off your chest and figure out how to work through whatever's weighing you down. And, and there's really no shame these days in, in, in getting help when you need it. It can, man. And you got to be careful and uh, you don't want to carry that around by yourself. That's where these guys come in handy. Whether you've been in therapy uh, or new to the process, BetterHelp will give you the tools and to positive thinking and coping skills and how to manage those boundaries. Therapy empowers you to be the best version of yourself. Therapy is not just for those with major traumas. You know, if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out one brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Get it off your chest with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash bumper today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash bumper. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, let's move in the spot on, spot off. Spot on, spot off. Spot off. Spot on. <laughs> yeah, spot on. It was super fun yesterday to ride around there. And I am spot off. Damn. Where did he come from? First topic, the National Motorsports Appeals Panel rules to amend the L2 penalty issued to the 5, 9, 24, and 48 of Hendrick Motorsports. The appeal now results... In no loss of championship and playoff team owner and driver points. So basically, they got fined 
$400,000. They <clears> lost 400 <throat> points, and they got their points back. And the crew chiefs were just... So they essentially uh, admitted that there was... They did something wrong, is what I took from it, They broke the rules. TJ, TJ, you should have very strong opinion about this for the first time in your life. I mean, I think his, like... I think my opinion is the same opinion as the general... Everybody. Everybody, yeah. Like, like, I don't understand. That makes two of us. I don't... (laughs) Like, yes, you guys broke the rules, but here are all your points back, which the points... Are the only thing that matters to Hendrick at this point, like the money. Did William Byron get his ten bonus points back? Yes. Yeah. All the he points everything. got back. So they essentially admitted that they were wrong. They just didn't feel like they should have been penalized points wise. Is the way I took it. And NASCAR had a great statement too. They. So is this like if I get <clears throat> caught stealing and I get arrested? And they take me to jail and they find me a thousand dollars and they take the property that I stole. And then they give me the stolen property back and say, we're going to keep the money, but you can keep the stolen still property. still on probation for a, a month. This is confusing. To, to It has to be confusing, TJ, right? I mean, I, I don't understand. How, if you're, it's, I thought it was black, and, it black was. and white. Like Either right or you're wrong. Either you did or you didn't do it. And if you mess with the parts, this is the penalty. Now it's like, but, but is the case here, – here's where we struggle because we don't know what was said in the appeal – but we know what Chad Canal said before the appeal, which was the parts are junk, and we had to modify them to get the hood to close. So is this – that's what he said, Chandler. I'm not making it up, right? So, so is this the case of the appeals committee saying the parts are bad and they had to, they had to fix the parts? I, I Here's mean, the bigger problem. I'm telling you right now, if colleague racing – and obviously I'm uh, biased. I, I if this. they lose this f-ing appeal this week – and they don't get their points back, I am going to lose. But listen, listen to me. Listen, I'm listening. Listen, they they have to have the same case that Hendrick Motorsports had. Well, I hope they have that, somebody's <coughs> phone number. Like, Hendrick Motorsports came out when they got fined and suspended. They came out and said, we have documents that you know, support our appeal. If Colleague Racing doesn't have those documents, they're in trouble. There's no way in hell – that a team would cheat up one louver and not the other. I, I one million percent agree with you. But if they don't have the same case to present, here's the bigger problem: did, they won't even have the same appeals committee. They sh- so where's the consistency? Well, let's. I mean, the I didn't open a can of worms. They did. I'm not the one who makes their the rules. The appeals committee is a whole nother day. Who is the one? And and I, I realize that there's a hierarchy of people, right? But you got Jim France, Lisa Kennedy, Steve Phelps, Steve O'Donnell, Brad Moran. Moran. Moran, am I saying that right? Yeah. Um, like, you have all these people. Who is the guy that says, this is what they did wrong, this is the penalty? And then how is he – how is that person right when the appeals committee says that person's wrong? One thing I think we need to remember. What do we remember? And it's – it's, I've seen this a lot on Twitter. NASCAR is not the appeals committee. Like, NASCAR wants these penalties upheld because that's how they govern the sport. And, like, I've seen a lot of people like, oh, just NASCAR's favoring Hendrick. And I'm like, well, it ain't NASCAR. Like, somebody may be favoring Hendrick, but it's not NASCAR. NASCAR you, has nothing to do with that. I don't even understand how people get on it. How was how how those three people, how do they, how do they get on the appeals you committee? You mean Bill Lester, a truck driver from – when was I mean? I guess he ran a truck race a couple. He years was ago. a good road racer, but, but he wasn't a good. It NASCAR was Bill driver. Lester. It was uh, somebody that sells Some brand trailers, manager. Yes, uh, I think is a hauler salesman, 
and a brand manager. We're the we're the marketing executive. We're the three appeals people. Like, but who decides? That's the appeals committee. It I has to be NASCAR, it's right? Random. Yeah, but who who who? How do you even get on the list? You don't go through a phone book and circle names. I know, like I know, like so. I'm from Riverhead. Like my home track is Riverhead Raceway, and Riverhead's one of the oldest short tracks in the country. The owners of Riverhead at the time were on the appeals panel. Like, like I don't know how you get on there, but but who decides they're even a, an appeals committee? You, like, you're you, confusing me. Like you say, NASCAR. This your, not, your head hurts like it did. Yeah, like this is bad. Was I'm that, not even drunk. Where was that, Atlanta? Where you're like, but ready, you, my brain hurts. But yes. you say, <laughs> but you say <laughs> like NASCAR makes the penalty, but then who decides that there even is an appeals process? Well, that's NASCAR. Yes. Who decides there's a committee? That's NASCAR. NASCAR. Who decides who's eligible to be on the committee? NASCAR. So don't give me the bullshit. NASCAR ain't in the middle of this. Well, they're not. They're not I in mean, the middle of the appeals process, they but they me. decide the process exists. They they put these people in place, but they still don't want the penalty to be rescinded. Right. They want to make sure that there's fairness. So they made the, they oh, gave them like the penalty. But <laughs> the goal, that's, that was NASCAR's goal, to make sure that if people don't agree with NASCAR's decision, that there's there are other people that can support I that. Think and Jordan, that it's not, I think Hendrick wins more appeals than anybody else. That's... That's, so let me ask you this. I think true. Jordan Bianchi tweeted about like the overall morale with teams and like Jordan, not knowing. Jordan had an article about yep. he he gave this he gave crew chiefs anonymity, and he talked to I think it was nine crew chiefs, and they're essentially saying this is going to turn into a show. Like how's it not? Because now because now you like how do you get a penalty again? <laughs> The only thing that matters to these teams is points. Like, the crew chiefs uh, – oh, God. I guess we'll block a week, uh, about 20 minutes off to go to the hauler next week. The crew chiefs – I'm not going to Bristol. The Y'all crew call the hauler. I'm not going. Being suspended – Please don't include me. Is a joke. TJ, <laughs> take your headset off. The Does that get chiefs, me out of it? The crew chiefs – This is what got us in trouble, Fred. The crew ch- – okay, I don't care. The crew chief being suspended – is a joke because they're still calling the race from wherever they are. From the infield. Somebody even said that, this week. Do you think the Hendrick crew chiefs were on the infield? This week? Yes. Well, not maybe not at Bristol, but they were in a motorhome on the, in the motorhome lot. I would assume they were there. Yes. On property. Agreed. Somewhere. If they weren't, they were in the war room still calling the race from wherever the hell they are. Yeah. So the, that, that penalty is a joke. And then you get four, uh, $400,000 across four teams – Rick, don't care about that. When you lose 400 points across four teams, that matters. It, Alex went from, like, mid-teens in points to the point leader. Like, that's a big penalty. The only, the only, the only penalty that hurt them was what they got back. And I, I, don't, I don't – and now, like, what's to say – like, listen, I want I, – I, I love college racing. I've been there forever. I – like I almost hope that they lose their appeal just what? to see the world just to see the world <laughs> burn on Wednesday. If I'm telling you, if they lose appeal, I'm gonna burn. Just the, I'm gonna lose just my to sh- see the world burn because I <laughs> because think they're the only ones. I I have a lot of friends at college racing, and I know TJ. You might roll your eyes at this. I live. Listen. I know we do not have the equipment to modify the louver I in our that. shop. <laughs> I agree a hundred percent with that. So how the. F- did my louver get it? I mean, dude, I, hey, I'm telling you, you have, if we lose this appeal, <laughs> I am going to lose my mind. My blood have, pressure's going up just thinking. When you have one appeal. and not the other, you realize 
you do realize, yes, like, we do. We legitimately can't modify the louver. This sounds bad. I don't even think we I'm have just, the resources to know if that's even a gain to modify it. But so essentially, Matt should just clip this part of the show. Again, we're two years old as a cup team. Like, yeah. Here. We're, we're two years old as a cup team, right? We're growing. We're trying to do things the right way. There's no way we, that we intentionally we, we or unintentionally modified a louver. We talked about this last week or the week before. Hendrick had eight. Of four cars, eight louvers, and they all got yanked. Clearly modified. Uh, roughly departs. 72 louvers. <laughs> Chad Knauss said they modified them because the hood wouldn't close. They admitted to modifying the things. And, and colleague had one of the two on one of their cars. Like, if, 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 if you were cheating, like, if you were cheating, all four of colleague's louvers would have been cheated up. The two on Justin's car, the two on here, AJ's here, car. Here's what we've learned. The appeals committee doesn't have Twitter. Because if they did, oh, they do. I, I know for a fact that Bill. Oh yeah, Bill Lester does tweet people back. I did see that. Never mind. All right, well, let's move on to another penalty that was let's go put into place this week. Um, NASCAR finds Daniel Suarez fifty thousand dollars for a post race incident at Coda. Spot on, spot off, Freddie. Uh, spot on. I, I was actually spot on. I seen a lot of people try to compare it to the Ty Gibbs deal, and I kind of compared it to to that deal last year on here, but I forgot that Ty was kind of already under the uh, double secret probation, uh, and I don't think it was secret, but he had already had an incident on pit road before mm. that, and he got that's the second time was seventy five thousand and twenty five points, I think it was. Um, so. Listen, he he had to get he had to get a penalty. Like had to get a penalty. Should it have been stiffer? Probably considering the danger you put that one official in. I don't care. Everybody's like, all these people on pit road. I don't care about all the people on pit road. Though there was one official that was in harm's way when he was running into the back of Bowman. And if you put one person at risk, that's not acceptable. So I would have liked to have seen it a little stiffer, but they had to do something. Chandler, what do you think? Yeah, definitely spot on. I you know, I, I I feel like I've came a long way on trying to keep my temper down and moments and whatnot like that, but you're in a sport where passion gets high and pride gets really high, and once that, that second thing I just said, pride gets high, results in, you know, $50,000 fines, $75,000 fines, and short track racing, I'm, <laughs> I come from, you know, you, you have a problem with a guy, you get out and you go fight him. You can't do that in NASCAR. It's pretty Dang. hefty. You're talking. You going to fight? I, I, I'm he's, all for he's it. He's done it before. I've I'm all him, for it, I've buddy. seen him do it. <laughs> I'm year, all for it. What year was that? They pulled Ben Rhodes off your neck? I could. <laughs> ben Rhodes has never touched me. <laughs> <laughs> TJ, That would actually off. be a pretty good uh, fight, you and Ben Rhodes. Yeah, I, I think, I think I know, are you talking about Darlington that one year? No, I think it was Texas. Oh, no, no, no. That was that was between him and uh, Christian. I did. Oh, maybe it was. Well, this was two years ago. This is two years, so I think it's good to say well, that. Well, you did kind of uh, wreck Ben. I don't know if I'm at liberty to say if I did or didn't. My throttle felt a little sticky, Don't admit to I I didn't. I didn't. I just said my my throttle was sticky, though. You just said you're a cheapskate. Don't admit to nothing. Okay. (laughs) Copy. TJ, spot on, spot on. I am. I'm kind of spot off because I don't think it's enough. I don't, like, it. it, a year from now, if he gets mad again, I don't know if 50 grand is enough to, like, to. I agree with that. You know what I mean? Like. A cup driver's been, you know, in the cup years, he's going to. If he had to pay it. I'm, I'm going I'm to tell you. I don't sorry. know who pays if this he fine. If he had to pay it. 50000 is still a lot do of money. Do you think he paid this <laughs> fine or do you think the company How pays How much do you fine? think he's going to make in a year? I, I, here's what I know about fines. If you don't pay it, you're not allowed to show up. 
But I'm saying, who do you think paid it? Him I or the company? I think he paid it. You do? I, I do I think, would he, think paid he paid it. Um, and, and I can tell you that $50,000 in 2007 with what these drivers were making was not a lot of money. There's a lot of drivers right now in the Cup Series that $50,000 is an incredible amount of money. And, and I think, again, if we're talking about things that matter, right, Daniel Suarez is great for the sport. He's mm-hmm. funny. Um, he's, he's scrappy. Mm-hmm. He's, he's a good racer, right? He's, he's become a good mm-hmm. racer. Um, his, his girlfriend's luggage fell out of the airplane on my head this oh past weekend. Oh, my gosh. Um, hopefully on purpose. Were you on the airplane? Uh, hopefully on purpose. It was, uh, yeah, no, we were on the same plane. Um, but I, I think that if you're going to hit them, $50,000 ain't the answer. The answer is points. And, and, and why does Ty Gibbs get 25 points and Daniel does not? Well, Freddie's like, well, he was already under double top secret probation. I don't care. Um, once you enter pit road, and I say this with a driver sitting beside of me, once you enter pit road and the race is over, if you decide to hit another guy's car, you should be hammered. If you want to use your car as a weapon. You should be hammered. Yeah, that's unacceptable. So, Denny it, And I, I know you lose your temper, right? I mean, we all lose our temper. Um we, we love our jobs. We're passionate about our jobs. But you cannot put a human that is literally standing 10, 12 feet from, from where you're deciding to do this. And, and I, I don't think this penalty was enough. And, and, and I don't, I'm not talking about the money. I'm talking about I the think, points. I, like, just lose the monetary side of it. Just start taking points from everybody. Because like, that's the only thing that's going to get your attention. Like, like I just said, Hendrick don't care about the $400,000 fine. They don't care about the crew chiefs not being, uh, not being there because they're still there. But when you take 100 points away, they got back the only part of that penalty that they were worried about. Here's a, here's a prime example. And, Chandler, you don't know Chris Rice as well as I know Chris Rice. But if you get fined $10,000 this week, does Chris Rice care? Probably not as much as he would if points. He, if they take away 50 points, does Chris Rice call He's you? He's going to be pretty pissed. <laughs> Yeah, that's I'm gonna be pretty pissed. Fifty points is a lot. That's like a, a lot. That's a race. That's that's a race. That could be months worth of getting back to the position you we were got, before. We got we we won a stage. We finished what fourth in the second yeah. stage and won the race. We got fifty-seven points this week. So you take fifty points away. Yeah. That's that's that whole race. Well, and, and people hear fifty points and they go, "Oh, it ain't a big deal." Listen, oh if, my you, gosh. if you win the championship huge, regular season, huge deal. you get big bonus points. If you finish third, you get big bonus points. If you don't finish in the top ten, you get no. What do bonus you think? Points. What do you think the money difference was from taking? You know, if you were to add up all the money those drivers were making after the penalty, like if that was their points position, they leaped back up. But that's what I'm saying about You're Justin talking Haley. Millions. I, I said on here two weeks ago with Justin Haley's penalty, it's not a hundred thousand dollar fine. If they don't, if they keep that hundred point penalty in place, it's going to cost him hundreds of thousands yeah. more dollars because mm-hmm. he's going to be thirty third in points versus twenty ish in points. Is Justin back into positive yet? Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I think he should be positive. <laughs> that was the thing. Yeah. So yeah. last week after this penalty was announced, Denny tweeted uh, that he went on the pod- a podcast and apparently broke three rules. Twenty four hours later, got a fifty thousand dollars and twenty five point fine. Could- now, do you guys feel that, you know, his penalty, obviously. When, when, could you imagine if we get through this whole process and Denny's the only one that loses points? Unbelievable. Casey, <laughs> no driver, to my knowledge, has ever lost points for wrecking somebody. So what makes Denny exactly. the fall guy 
for, for losing points. Because he publicly announced it? No, 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 no. It's because he has a podcast and because he has a platform and because why you spit your drink out? I'm going to take my headset off again. You, 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 <laughs> you, why in the is Denny Hamlin the only guy to lose points for wrecking somebody? I agree. Okay, awkward silence. No, I, I, that's, I mean, there's nothing to debate about it. I don't think – I think you. Denny Hamlin walks into this penalty to the appeals committee. God knows what three people are sitting in a room because we don't know how the hell you get in there. But I think he they walks in there and he goes, there. this is unprecedented. And they all look at each other and go, you know what, it is unprecedented. And then those three people decide whether or not they let an unprecedented fine stand. I think I – th- oh, I don't know. If, like, I think NASCAR – screwed up Denny's penalty because all they had to say was this guy admitted to wrecking somebody on a podcast. If they would have said that, I don't think Denny has a leg to stand on. But then they went into he manipulated the race and he did this and that. Mm. Like, okay. <laughs> DJ said Ross. <laughs> like, I mean, we, we talked about last week, Ross manipulated. Everybody manipulates the race. Like, literally, everybody. Like, you're trying to manipulate. Everybody on the racetrack is trying to manipulate the race in their favor, every week. Like so, I've never seen Carson Hosovar do that. <laughs> All right, well, I mean, damn. Note, let's move on hey, to hey, a new shout, topic. Shout out, hold on, hold on. Yeah. Shout out to Carson Hosovar. I appreciate him. Yeah. He apparently mentioned DBC in his Victory Lane interview. So he if you're said? listening to this, he said, "Listen to DBC this week." <laughs> on, his, on his MRN, on his interview, MRN he Lane said interview. that I'm sure the guys on DBC are going to bash me this week. We we don't have. I mean, I'm going to bash. <laughs> it. Like like let's. Is the truck race in the show sheet we're, at we're all? Gonna, we're going to move into that right now. Okay. So don't worry. <sighs> spot on, spot off. Carson Hosovar said after his win, I didn't mean to get into him. I just meant to give him a push, and he got sideways the second I hit him. I apologize to them. I'll take the fall for it. Nick Sanchez deserved the win for sure. This was in response to contact on the final lap of the truck race, which led to capturing his first win. And, yes, Chandler, spot on, spot off. Yeah, I'm gonna have to say spot off. I don't have a good relationship with Carson. I've been on the uh, I've been on the other side of the fence there. And looking back at the replay though, and TJ's probably gonna laugh at what I'm about to say here. But I don't know, man. <laughs> looking back at the replay at, at truck racing at Texas, you get a huge suck up down the front straightaway. He's seen he had a ginormous run. Them two were sucking each other back, stalling each other out, right? All right, okay. like, <laughs> like, that's I don't think you can say that. But yeah, yeah. yeah, whatever, right? But like he. He straight up dumped him. I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> he wasn't lifting. I can tell you that much. He dumped uh, would him. Would you? No, probably. Who's, who's you could, so who's here's what I would have done in, in that situation. Truck, okay. So I would have lifted probably to about 80% throttle because I you still are going to keep on with your run. And that would have timed it to when they got out of the dog leg. You, you pulled out. You pulled out a line. You would have got both of them. Easy. Instead, you just shipped both of them. and Still won. You still won. But <laughs> That's the problem is now, now it's okay because uh, now they think uh, that move's okay. Listen, that move's not okay. There's a there's a there's a lot to Do you un- think okay. that guy, Chandler, do you think that guy was wrecking if he doesn't hit him? Uh I think he prob- had it saved. I think it'd have been all right. I think it, yeah, he would have had it saved. He'd had it saved. Won? That guy's got incredible car control. I don't think he it would have been close. If he didn't spin when he hung a left off the door when there wasn't no he didn't have any side force there. If he didn't spin from that, he's probably okay. Nick Sanchez has got incredible car control. I seen it last year in Arca. He was at I think Kansas maybe, but he was sideways from lap one to the end of the race. Like I was like, well, how in the world is this guy driving this car right now? Like he's got incredible, incredible car control. 
I think he would have saved it for sure. Would he have won? I don't – none of us really know because of how big that run the 42 had. Um, and Texas is – With momentum, though, the yeah. 38 had a good shot still on yeah, the high side. Yeah, for sure. So, so Carson, we don't know. Yeah, Carson's 0 for 58 or 59 going into that race. Um, he's had some fast trucks. Like, we've seen mm -hmm. him have an opportunity to be fast and win, and I burnt this guy down last year on the podcast for doing two things, intentionally causing yellows, which guess what that does? It manipulates the race, um, and intentionally right-rearing people. I don't, that was bad. That was right in front of me at IRP. I, I, I do not have patience <laughs> for anybody right-rearing anybody. That's equivalent to sucker punching a guy in a bar. If you want to fight, get in a fight. Um, but I'll give him credit that, A, he won the race. Congratulations. And, B, he manned up in victory lane and said, I wreck Nick Sanchez. And we say on here all the time, win at all costs. Well, he did it. So yeah. I, I, think, I think Carson could be great for the sport if he would quit racing like a little Yeah. Jesus. I'm, Everything was going so good. I do. I, 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 think, I, know. I think he we has speed. So well, guys. I think he has speed. I, I think he's talented, and I think he loses his mind. And I don't know who spots for him. Who spots for him? Normally, yeah. Tyler. Tyler who? Green. Well, Tyler Green needs to get a pair of balls and tell this guy to calm. I down. will say, I think that this has happened more than once, where people have caused another wreck and gotten the win, and they own up to it. And this is. I mean, I know Carson, I just spot has, on him. Carson has a and then you party on him his a back right now from past instances. But he, he races did a like great a little. <laughs> oh my god! You cannot right rear people and intentionally. I'm not And he does it in late you. models. He does it. He does it in everything. I think if like I agree with you, if he cuts that other stuff out, it's his first win. He saw an opportunity yeah. to get a win, and he was probably anybody will. And, he, I mean, and, you, and there are how so old is Carson nah, I don't know. I'd say mid twenties. Right. He's old enough not to act like a little. But there and are I, so many other drivers that do the same thing, and you haven't called them out. So He drove a great race. He drove I, a good I, race. I'm pretty sure if oh, you act like a little out. I'll call you out. <laughs> Carson <laughs> drove on. a great race to have, even be How in that position. You so. say <laughs> in this <sex. laughs> uh, what did you think? What did you think? I didn't like <laughs> the fact that he drove through him, but I understand that he, he, said, he sees his first win in his sights right there and a shot at it. If he goes back, does he try to do something different? Probably, but that's hopefully he learns from this and can put some solid races together. And I'm glad yeah, Carson Husselar won because I think he is capable, talent-wise, of winning races. I think also, and Robert Yates said this to a driver that I was working with back in the day at an airport, once you get your first win, that's the hardest win to get. Once yeah. you get that first win, more, win, more wins come. That's why I think he was a little more desperate I don't and aggressive him. for that I win. Don't but him. I do think – but stop the chicken moves. That he he didn't have everywhere. the fastest truck yesterday, Saturday when it was happening either. I mean, he did a good job to be even. I mean, he had a fast truck, but not. He said we were going to talk yet. crap about him on DBC, so I don't want to let him down. But I, but I do want to give him credit for winning the race. Yeah, he did a good job. I mean, it's, there, it's always cool to win your And he was in that position together. For me, there's a lot to unpack about Let's this hear it, truck yeah. race. Let's hear it. Uh, for, one, for, for one, <laughs> Taylor just sits back like, oh, God. I like speak to me, Freddie. For one, <laughs> hi. This is TJ Majors. Uh, this is Freddie's truck race recap. <laughs> I don't think we need to be at mile and a half with the truck series. Like ever? Like Chandler, what an idiot! Chandler, let me <laughs> Spot ask on. You, let, let me ask you this: What did you learn truck racing that you could apply to a mile and a half in the Xfinity car? Do you want the honest truth? Yes. How to be an ass in Xfinity car mm. when we go to Vegas? Yeah. Uh, that's it's it. Honest truth. Like that. Like because you you have to side draft the hell out of everybody. You have to you race have like to a complete tool. Race like an. And ass that's all. 
call yeah. it as a tool in the Xfinity <laughs> series, but unfortunately, I mean that's, that's the worst I've been a part of for three years. Like I think I think we I think you take the truck series for one back to where it came from, which was short tracks. You want to go to Daytona, you want to go to Charlotte, Coke Six Hundred weekend, great. But it doesn't belong on mile and a halfs. What it also doesn't belong on mile and a halfs is when we can't be there, like. One thing you saw. We as in who? We as in the primary spotters for those trucks. So you're saying the spotters suck. I, I am Ooh. saying if you watch Damn. the races, if you watch that race this week, it was pretty noticeable that the, it wasn't the primary guy spotting. And this isn't a knock. <laughs> it is a knock. It is a knock. I don't know. And then there's guys like. My guy finished 11th. Piling in I'm, after I'm, that. I'm, yeah. I might not even come. They might not invite me back. I heard. Did, you, did he wreck the 17? I heard he wrecked I, the 17. I don't I didn't see it. I don't know. Oh, yeah. Didn't I see didn't see it. Who did spot for? Chris Wright. Um, oh. So, so. I think. I mean, Chris listen, did a good like, job this listen, Saturday. If, so. if you. It, I just think that. We don't need to be a mile and a half to the trucks all the time. Like, let's take that better. So many good short tracks in this country, whether it's Stafford Motor Speedway or Pensacola or any short track you can think of that's about a half mile. How like, many short tracks do you think they drove by to get to Texas Motor Speedway? Oh, my God. Thousands of them. <laughs> like, thousands. thousands. Definitely some noticeable ones. I mean. But I'm just saying, like, the truck series, for one, you put on a better race when you're at a short track. A mile and a half. Am I right or wrong? You're, you're right. Wide open. I, like, Freddie, you're, you're I, I, not learning anything. Not, he's Freddie, not, right? Um, yeah. Listen, have you not watched any of the truck race at Martinsville a few times? I but mean, it I, gets pretty bad. That's fine. Whatever. Oh, let's let's we're let's gonna do that. About, then you're gonna be like, we need to be back a mile and a hey, half. Let's go back to last week where we talked about green white checkers. Let's just keep having green white checkers so we can wreck half the field. Well, that's what and, we would do and, at Martinsville. And end under yellow. Like, and we ended the race under yellow anyway. So we should have just cut 10 laps off of it and ended under yellow then. If we like, had unlimited green white checkers at Martinsville, I'd be like, hey, where am I we running? Do. We have unlimited hey, green white checkers everywhere we there's go. There's five to go. Where are you running? I'm 10th. Hell yeah. You right got a right shot. I need to be at. <laughs> After the sixth shot. green white checker, I'm going to be on the front row. <laughs> the, like, the, the trucks, oh, I, I hate to say this. The ARCA series has become a joke. And the truck series is trending in that direction. Like, like, let's get off of these mile-and-a-half racetracks. They don't need to be there. Like, you're not learning anything. You run wide open around a mile-and-a-half. That's not helping kids like Chandler that are coming up through the ranks because all you learn is how to drive like an ass. Like, the get on only the guy's thing door. that I will say that a truck did good for me in a mile-and-a-half is give me the confidence level to hold it wide open on a mile-and-a-half. Like, Xfinity qualifying at Vegas. I looked at AJ stuff. He was pretty close to wide open the year before, and I'm sitting there thinking, I was like, I don't know if I got the balls to do this, to be quite honest with you. And Because in practice, we were not good. Like, we were sideways in practice at Vegas. No bueno. Not good at all. I mean, you remember, we were not good in practice. So, I was like, well, screw it. I mean, I've done it before, so whatever. Let's do it. That's the only thing I will give credit to truck racing and a is it gives you the confidence level to hold it wide open if you come to a scenario where you see data where, hey, it can be done. You've not ever done it before. You already kind of don't have a lot of confidence in yourself and in the car at the moment. But, but yeah. with, with the tools that we have now, with the sim and the data that you can see, that confidence, you should be able to get, have some before you do Correct. that. So the only thing I think the truck series almost if you're there too long it teaches you the wrong the bad habits yeah like we how saw, long is too long i mean i wouldn't a year i wouldn't honestly <laughs> i would <laughs> a year if One i'm year. if i'm coming up in a, in a series like if i could go back and uh you know 
two years ago with Haley. Haley, go right to the Xfinity Series. I think she has more success. I, Derek was with us last night, and I talked. And Derek, Derek same Krause, thing with Derek. Derek Krause, I thought did a really good job in the ten car on Saturday. No practice, yeah. no, no practice, qualifying, yeah, no qualifying. Yeah, did, ran top ten majority. Never of the race. sat in an Xfinity car. Yeah, and he, he he was the first one to tell me he's like, oh my god, these cars are way more fun to drive. I, I like when and I said this last year when Haley ran that 07 or whatever it was yeah. like if you're a talented race car driver and I'll, I'll, I'll say this about Chandler like your talent your talent shows Chandler, up more congrats. in an Xfinity car than it ever will in a truck oh, like, easily. because you're driving an Xfinity car like it's on edge you've got to drive it you can manipulate people in front of you or around you there's like, way more tools to use yeah, as a driver like, like and, and I told Derek I'm like you, like you did a great job and I think like a guy guys coming from super late models or wherever like it lends itself more to Xfinity than it does truck because truck you're wide open half the time yeah like, I, I sat down with Noah Gragson and interviewed to be his spotter when he was coming into the Xfinity series he couldn't afford me um <laughs> I'm not we were $250 a week apart, and you know what I do. I ain't going to do it. So, anyway, I sat down with Noah and and uh, Warren Vigas. Um, that's when clutch management was managing Noah. And I sat down with him, and I said, listen, man, you're going to have way more fun in the Xfinity Series because you don't have to race the air, and you don't have to be so dependent upon what's going on around you. You can actually drive the car. Is that what you found? Oh, no, 100%. I found that all the stuff that I learned short track racing and super late models applies in an Xfinity car. That's why, like, I've been harping on Chris Rice. Like, we need to figure out a way to get our drivers and super late model stuff more consistently. Not a late model stock, not any of the other stuff. A super, super late, late model because there's throttle control. You got it. Like, there's so much to it. It drives just like an Xfinity car to the T. The only thing that's really different is obviously the chassis. It's not a straight rail chassis. And uh, it's it's a, a radial tire, a Xfinity car is. Those are the only differences. Other than that, that's what we're racing every Saturday is the super late model. Yeah, yeah, no, I agree, hundred percent. We we rave on here all the time about how great Xfinity races are. They are good. What did I they, text you last night? Yeah, 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 yeah. I, and I told Chandler, he's like, I don't, I don't want to speak for him. The Cup cars are not great. <laughs> like, they're, and I said, I got bad news, bud. That was like the best Listen, cup that, race of the year. That that that, <laughs> that cup race yesterday was a ten out of ten compared to last was, year. I thought short the cup tracks. race was actually I, good. I, I mean, I'm cup glad to good. hear that from y'all. I didn't think so from my point of view. Well, because <laughs> you're stuck wherever you're racing. That's the arrow. The bad thing it for felt you. like I was driving a truck around Richmond with how bad the arrow but was. Here's what made the it fun was for really me. Bad. Here's yeah. what made it fun for me: the strategy, right? Um, if you pit early and you, you, you don't catch a caution, and you actually get to run a little while longer, you can make up. I mean, we made up 10, 12 spots. I wish we race. just never had to pit. Um, tell me what happened, Freddie. <laughs> tell me what happened yesterday when somebody you – you got a safety warning? Is that what happened? Dude, jump that, man came out. What, what does that mean? Safety violation. That dude tried hard, man. What is I a safety violation? He sold out completely. Yeah, dude. Like LeBron, a LeBron flop. This like poor guy – what, what what's his day job? He's he is our IT guy. So your IT guy was catching tires. He's catching tires, and, and he one, fell over the wall. And one went. You got a six foot six NBA All Star sitting on the pit box. Why ain't he out there catching tires? Well, first of all, that tire what isn't even in the screen. So I mean, you admit you'd Michael need, Jordan would just grab that tire and palm nah. it like a ball and just pick it up, put it behind you the wall. Need, you don't need that. Michael center. Jordan wouldn't even have no to way. bend over to pick that tire. You don't need that center Listen. from the Rockets back in I'm the day. Glad. That big Hakeem? dude, Hakeem Olajuwon. No, they're bigger than him. The other guy. Oh, uh, Manute Bowl. Manute Bowl. No, the other guy. Manute Bowl was Manute seven Bowl's foot the biggest seven. Ever yeah, was. ever. Uh, who's the guy from the Rockets? The center. Uh, Hakeem. Hakeem Olajuwon. 
No, it was like after that. Oh, I don't know. I don't know. Oh, Yao Ming? Say it. Yao Ming? This is a NASCAR podcast, guys. Oh, I remember him. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. You need that guy. Uh, I agree. <laughs> so, so IT guy falls over the wall and you get a penalty. He didn't fall, dude. Literally. He like he launched. I mean, it was like the you, poor guy. I feel guy. I feel awful for him because not only do you make is that he unathletic? Oh, he looked like he looked athletic because, because there's a there's an IT guy at Stuart Haas named Justice who ran a four four forty played football for Wake Forest. If you're gonna Ooh. have an IT guy acting in a in a role. You need a guy like Justin. Like, listen, no. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna fault the guy for trying hard. Like, he literally tried to catch the tire, and I don't know what would have happened with the tire if he didn't try to catch it. Because if it would have rolled away, it's the same penalty. Um, but so he face planted. I oh yeah, he dragged his face across pit road. Right, well, TJ, look, dude. And, I mean, that- and I like the only reason I really feel bad for him is like MJ is sitting on the pit box. Yeah, like. Just watching this happen. NBA All Star MJ, like, he's like Michael that. Jordan. <laughs> he didn't know who he was when he got there, but he knows who he is now, though, don't he? Yeah, Pit, I would assume pimp. his catch the tire days may be numbered. He better stick to uh, dude. The tire wasn't even that close to him, was it? it I was mean, like, he went full extension. I'll give him credit. He's yeah, that tire. Hard. Do like, we have this on video anywhere we yes. can share with the listeners? Oh, I'll yeah. see if I can find it. It's uh, on. It's on Twitter. It's all over. Well, anyway, MJ I, MJ is now the official tire catcher. Yeah, let let's get the boss out there. Do yeah. something. Who do you think could tell Michael Jordan what to do? Probably nobody. nobody. <laughs> <laughs> if Danny. I had to guess, I would go with Danny. Nobody. <laughs> no. <laughs> the best part is they cut the video yesterday, right? And NASCAR cuts a video, and like we had that go on, and Danny had a bad pit stop at the same time. Yep. And so they cut the poor guy falling over the wall, and then they cut to Danny in his car, and he's going. Ooh. Oh, that was a face plant. Danny, Danny's got his. Uh, oh man! What? A, oh my! That, he's definitely no, not he's a scorpion, dude. Athlete. He's scorpion. He did scorpion. He's not. He's, a, scorpion. he's definitely not. And the be- normally Cordell will be with us at a Big Owls last night, but he was moving back from Richmond. Probably having back surgery. After no that. kidding. He's probably sore. Uh, <laughs> Casey, forgive me for a minute, but Chandler, I want to ask you something. You ever been to Millbridge? Um, <laughs> we, we 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 talk about. <laughs> We talk about hard to pass. We talk about a weight. We talk about aero tight. Yesterday, there was a point where you were three and a half tenths faster than the car you were catching. And once we caught that car, not only did we lose that's our called three sticker and a half tires, tenths, Brett. No, that's not. The case. <laughs> not only did we lose three and a half tenths, we lost another tenth. Like, tell me as a driver what is going on in there to make you feel. Do you know you're going four tenths slower? Honestly, yeah, because you see the guy in front of you. You're running him down like no tomorrow. Then and you, you get your get lap times, him. don't you? Do you no, re- I don't. Ha- I didn't have any, unfortunately. Okay. Yeah, that that sucked. But um, you're running him down. You get to him, and then your balance just completely shifts. It's like it ain't turning worth the crap anymore. The, you're dropping a gear, trying to stay with him. Like it, it, it was rough. But it, for us, as as the right race progressed, we got better and better. Uh, from the drop of the rag, we weren't that great. You knew that. Uh, we had hardly any left front tire wear at all. Our left front tire was not working at all. Towards the end of the race, we got it a little better to where I mentioned it on the radio. The buffer between clean air and dirty air was so big that I couldn't do anything. Even if we did have speed, I couldn't do anything with it. Once I got to a guy, I couldn't go to the outside because it didn't turn. I had his bottom feet all day and used the apron to help me turn. So we made it to where the buffer was a little bit smaller in a box, and I was able to be a little more on the offensive towards the end of the race, which is why we were able to get a few more positions, but it was horrible. It was bad. I did not realize 
how like I got in the car and I seen well I didn't get in the car walking up to the car seeing how small that spoiler is I was like oh this looks like it's going to be a step in the right direction for less aero dependent racing right and then learning more about the cup car and how the downforce is fed to the diffuser and all that stuff Oof, I don't know um hopefully they've made gains from everything I've heard from the previous package this is a gain I'm just glad I did not drive that previous package what what's the biggest thing you learned yesterday Biggest thing I learned is the racing. The racing this sounds really bad, but the restarts and all is a lot like truck racing. Nothing like Xfinity. Xfinity oh, 100%. Xfinity racing, nobody is aggressive at all. People don't get up on it on restarts. That's because you gotta you can you're gonna wreck if you try too hard. I don't I disagree with that. In the Xfinity car? Yeah, like I disagree with that. You have to you can take advantage of people more in Xfinity than you can in trucks we'll, we'll or give away cars. our secrets here. Yeah. How so? I mean, I kind of agree with him on that because trucks are, I mean, you, those guys, I mean, honestly, they, they can take advantage of people in the truck the series, too. The biggest thing is trucks so. and the cup yeah. cars are stuck. Like, they're yeah, stuck. For like, sure. Xfinity stuck, car, you're not yeah. as, Xfinity car, like, I never fought any aero situation at Richmond on Saturday. Didn't even fill air hardly at all. Clean air to dirty air, there wasn't much of a buffer. Yeah, we were going to drive right up to you. Yeah, exactly. Right? So, <laughs> right no, I mean, y'all y'all deserve that. Like, y'all were really good on the long run. We were good for 35 laps, and then y'all worked better for there on. Like, tip of the cap for that. So, no, that's a prime example. We were really good on the long run yesterday. Like, we were pretty solid in the long run. Short run, we sucked. Anytime we were around people, we kind of sucked. But when there was nobody around us, decent lap times for what we have. So, I don't know. And that was actually one of the wider tracks. Yeah. So, so restarts are more fun in the cup car or more fun in the Xfinity car? For me right now, more fun in the Xfinity car because I feel like I have more of an edge on people in the Xfinity car, personally. Cup car, I feel like everybody's kind of on the same playing field. Yeah. I'll say this, man. You, you, you showed up and you showed out in Xfinity. Like, I didn't expect. Spotter. I, <laughs> <laughs> we, 100%. Like I said, like I said to start the show, Freddie makes the driver look good. Uh, but you showed up and showed out. Like, are you surprised at how fast you are everywhere you're going? Because you're fast at places. Like I said, colleague, I didn't expect to be fast. Yeah. Like, like turn three at Phoenix, turn 15 we at Coda. We are really Super good at fast. Turn three Sorry, at Phoenix, we were like hauling butt. I noticed. Like, you're talking about one of your like, You were so fast. I said, hold the brake before you hit us. <laughs> that ain't no. <laughs> no, I, said, I know. I, I was know. like, hold the brake. And then Freddie was right next to me. He's like, Sorry. So just so we're sitting side by side, <laughs> I thought the 10 was going to dump me. So I just I, chose you guys I, instead I, of getting dumped. <laughs> I kind of had the impression that you were looking like watching. I was. So, yeah. I was. I, I, by the time I looked back forward, it was too late. Yeah, we, we kind of yeah. we said that up there. Yeah, so. it was. But yeah. are you surprised how fast you are? Um, after evaluating where a colleague was in his organization with expending cars and whatnot, and knowing uh, what my driving style is, my background is, and whatnot, I'm a very humble person. I'm not cocky. Like I, no, that's not me. I'm not the one to go boasting about stuff. When I, don't, I beat Kyle. No, I, it's a fact. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I, I, <laughs> yeah, we it's, it's a fact. So, um, I. I would have been disappointed if I was any worse than I am. To do be you honest think you win his championship? Uh, we have some work to do. Like Richmond is a key racetrack to see the people that were good at Richmond are going to be good when we go back to Phoenix. Those are the people that are going to be good when we go back to Phoenix. We weren't that great at Phoenix. We were not good all race. No. Something happened at the end of the race where we were all right. Um, so we went restarts. It was a restart. Yeah, like restarts. we were we were okay at the end of the race, but all for that whole race we were not good at Phoenix. So. Um, we, we changed up a lot of stuff going to Richmond, trying to learn for, you know, going back for the championship race. 
and it, it was better. It was in the right direction, but we still aren't where we need to be, uh, in my opinion, on the short track program um, where uh, intermediates were pretty solid. But on the short track program, especially where we need to be, we still have some work to do. What track would you pick to be championship weekend? Would it be Phoenix? <laughs> Probably Richmond. Probably Richmond. <laughs> let's, go, let's go with Richmond. <laughs> Probably Richmond. <laughs> and 30 lap run at the end. Yeah. <laughs> and I no green white checkers. <laughs> What's your favorite racetrack? Richmond. Yeah. Is yeah, it really? It, no, so it really is. I love Richmond because it's a big Pensacola. It really I is. you telling me that. Yeah. Yeah. Richmond is a big Pensacola. Talking about your you know, future and obviously the transition last year to this year and how much you've grown – I'd imagine your goal is to be in the Cup Series full-time. Which team right now looking at everyone, if you had your pick, who would you go with? I'm already there, I was to be say, honest with you. He's wearing like, a colleague hat and shirt. What do you think he's yeah, going to say? Well, I'm already there. <laughs> I mean, they're still yeah, growing, but looking that? at a team that maybe is well-established, been in the Cup Series no, for quite a few years. No, that's the worst question you I'm, could ask. <laughs> what are you talking about? Are you kidding me Do you me think right he's going to say something other than colleague? Good okay, Lord. we talk about this all the time. Every team, you're with a different team. Like, Here, here's the God, I really wish it could be. A, but I'm going, hey, like, guys, I, I love working really with you guys. Hendrick this week, bro. Hey, Casey, team. is there another podcast? Yeah, you wish that's you what could I was host? gonna say. God, I really love you guys, but God, I want to be an actress. Casey, if I gave Jeez, you one podcast I mean, host, which one would it be? <laughs> She's Casey, probably considering you. it now. Right now, <laughs> she might want to leave this is De- does Denny have any openings? Stacking pennies. Yes. Oh, let's move on to reaction theater, ass. <laughs> hey, you know what they should? That ass. You know what they should do? They sh- and that when they do their show, they should put like a like a money thing, out, like a briefcase the on the table. Yes, we are. And write like Denny's money or something. <laughs> leave it on the table. I'm gonna pass out. We, we're not. Skip. We gotta keep that going is spot 100% on, spot a fair on. question to look at a team. That do you is really well think he's gonna say anything other than college yeah, yeah. racing? Is this how it is every week? Is yes. it this fun? Well, most of the time it's him. <laughs> Y'all need to have me on more. This is great. Most this time makes Brett my Monday's worth getting up to. <laughs> He can't. He's contractually obligated to say Callie Grace. Nah. Uh, yeah. I'm Chandler, you want to race at Millbridge? <laughs> Hell no. <laughs> Chad boat hired. That's <laughs> what you should have said. I, I will never be at Millbridge. <laughs> oh, thank you, Andrew. I'm gonna pour it over my head. I want to pass out. I'm laughing. Usually it's Brett and Casey that are arguing. Well, she usually I give her, but they're giving well, her, and I'm laughing about it. It normally ends with her calling Casey, him a really bad name, and then we just stop from there. She called so. us ass. Oh god. What's next, Harvick? Okay, spot on, spot off. Christopher Bell said Ross did what Ross does in regards to Chastain's three-wide move that resulted in contact between the 20 and 24 that ultimately took Byron out of contention for the win. I will go on to say Bell, after seeing the replay, apologized on Twitter for the 24, so he at least admitted his fault. Um, What do you guys think about Christopher Bell can suck it because he took out my DBC pick that was probably going to win. Ah, spot on, Christopher Bell. (laughs) Next topic. Let's let's (laughs) add on the fact that Ross is being used as a scapegoat quite a bit these days, whether it be his fault or not. How do you guys feel about that? I saw. So one of the things, the one of the funniest videos I saw that came out of the weekend was. Not something John found. It was <laughs> oh, John. It was uh, it was the video of Bob, so Bob's doing an interview with Kyle Busch, and we all know Kyle Busch is kind of a snarky, sarcastic. Son of a shade and he was like, he I think very snark, like being very snarky. He was like, 
Maybe maybe Ross needs glasses. Maybe Ross can see the front of his car. Maybe like, I wear glass. I wear glasses now. Maybe maybe that's what Ross wears. Any glasses? Not know. yet. He's you know, he's <laughs> no. twenty. I just had an eye exam. I actually, <laughs> okay. I'm good. He, he just can't see your black car in front of us. That's fine. Uh, good thing so, I drove. Good thing my car is white when I pulled in. I figured if I put an eight on it, so, I'll hit it. So then, of course, Bob goes to Ross and is like, "Hey, Ross." Bob Ross, like the painter. Bob Ross, yeah. <laughs> Bob goes to Ross. Know who that is. He doesn't know who that is. Huh. And he says, "Ross, did you hear Kyle Bush <laughs> says you need glasses?" And Ross's facial expression never changed. Never changed for. A solid minute and a half. Concrete Ross. Concrete Ross. And he's like, well, he don't say that to me. Like that. Like, and then he backed it up on Sunday. Again. Again, he said, he said, well, Christopher didn't say nothing to me on the way by. Like what? Like, and I'll give Ross credit for that. Yeah. Because like, if you got a problem, say something to Ross. And poor, like, listen, we have the old don't give a tour on the show. It's that bad. we talk about Ross. And last week, he was doing what he had to do. He spun out, drew a caution, should have been penalized, didn't get penalized. Ten laps later, he's in the top five. But he, the way he got to the top five was super aggressive restarts, blow through the corner, maybe knock a couple people out of the way, and get back to the that, – that's his job as a race car driver. I would expect Chandler to do the same thing, the races I'm spotting. Like, that, that's your job. But, like, this one here, like, he makes it three wide on a restart. Your job. You're trying to go forward. And I don't know – I, Christopher, I assume, knew he was there, but it sounded like Christopher didn't know there was another. There was probably a car width between him and Ross getting in. He just misjudged it. He just misjudged how much room he had He misjudged down. it by a lot. Yeah. I mean, he, he drove straight into the 24th quarter. Yeah, I mean, that's a lot. <laughs> he definitely misjudged it. I'm, I'm spot off for the, uh, the comments because Ross didn't do anything that I wouldn't have done if I'm driving. If you saw that opening, you're probably going down there. It's clean air. You want to follow the guy into the corner? You want to have some air? He knows when you get there. Plus... Plus, if when you get there, there's a chance that these guys get all washed up and you go behind them anyway. So, and I, t- I tell my 10-year-old all the time, make plays, not excuses. So, like lap 50 of the race, there's a restart. We're side-by-side off of two of Blaney. Guess who shoots three wide to the bottom? Ross. Christ- no. Christopher Bell. Oh. Yes. What's the difference? That's your job. Your job I, that's is your job is to get every, like I we're t- in front of you. You're I, supposed to try to pass us. Like now, every, if you're going to run into restart, me. restart, if you don't take forward momentum, you're losing. Like, if you follow somebody into a corner. Christopher you, made the comment that he found out he was three wide late. Um, and and I, I don't know what the timing of that is like, but it I, it's almost like it caught him off guard. But, eh. but, but, like, if you know you're three wide, Chandler, why wouldn't you stay closer to the guy on your left versus going and hanging a right to the guy on your right? Did you see the replay? No, I haven't got to see it, so I don't have much dog in this fight. But if I'm – was he three wide middle? Yeah. yeah. So you're three wide in the middle. one on research. And I'm going to tell you something, man. I, I'm going to tell you point, Blake. I wrecked Michael Waltrip at Richmond uh, my first year spotting Xfinity cars, Bush cars back then. Because um, some, somebody dive-bombed the bottom, and I didn't say three wide in time, and we were three wide on top. And by the time I keyed up, we were wrecking. And he called me after the race, and he's like, I didn't know I was three wide. I said, by the time I knew, I couldn't tell you either, which makes me be a little more reserved now. Like, I'll tell you three wide before you're three wide versus us being getting info too late. Yeah. Um, it, it's hard as spotters. Getting getting into one right there when you get three wide and it's barely there, like it's hard. And coming out of four, it's so hard to clear you high because of our angles. I yeah. will tell you this. Ross was inside of him about two car lengths after the start-finish line. Yeah. So that's it was early. Of time. Yeah. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. All right, let's move on to reaction theater. Imagine that. Denny Hamlin. Classical, I'm good at wrecking people, but I'm not good at getting wrecked. Glad karma bit him in the ass today. Who wrecked Denny? Listen here. I don't know what the f*** happened, but <laughs> Denny destroyed JJ. poor J.J. Yealy. That's what I was going to I thought it was going to take us out. I'm spot on for Denny there because I was right there. I was trying to get out of his way. <laughs> That's what I had in my notes to bring up on asked, that segment with Kevin because I asked Lambert. That was, I was unreal. Like, I was like, did, did J.J. like wreck you guys, like run you in the fence or something? He's like, no. Nah. He said, he said, Danny ain't said nothing before or after that. Well, I thought it was going to take us out. Did you see yeah. it in the mirror? I seen it in my mirror. I was trying to get out of his way, honestly, because I know how it is for guys that aren't full-time, you know, being in the way, and you're just trying to go back to the front after a penalty. So I was trying to get out of his way. Uh, but I also want to stay in front of J.J. Yelly. And, um, yeah. Well, you yeah. were in front of him after that corner. Yeah, I was. <laughs> I was. I actually commented him. So we got behind him. I don't know. We seen him one point, and I seen his diffuser. Like, that looks like it's the most ideal position to have your diffuser now. I, I mean, that looks good right there, but. I just I don't know uh, what they did to Danny's car that one run because he went from a long a ways back. Stop. Yeah, but he drove. Oh, on that one run, he went. I mean, he was ridiculous. I don't. He got to the lead. He won the second stage. I think from, he right? was. I, I honestly, I honestly think that. Listen, we also saw the in-car audio. Who? Who? Anybody watch race on TV? Casey. Did, so Clint, I guess, went to Danny. Pre-race or mm-hmm. was it was it before the race started? I think it was before the race. And started. somebody said, like, I get I, the the, in, the transcript I saw was Danny basically made a comment like, "I'm gonna have to carry this car at points today." Yeah. And Gabe Hart was like, Gabe Hart said, "How do you know that we didn't bring you a rocket ship?" And, and Danny was like, "Well, I'm just assuming you didn't." Oh, like the and, and then Gabe Hart goes, "Good grief." <laughs> like that's the kind of stuff that makes our sport special though because yeah, yeah. you can't go inside the huddle you can't go onto the sideline in football yeah you know you you, you just can't you can't get that i'd love to hear a football player and let me tell you live. something let me tell you something they brought a rocket ship yeah that thing was a danny rocket. danny sped on pit road twice uh they I had, know he ruined my dvc pick they had they had christopher had, bell ruined mine uh, my, my, <laughs> my pick was great uh uh, <laughs> sped up pit road twice, had a bad pit stop. They ran long one time, which I didn't, I didn't understand. But I'm sure Gabe way smarter than I am, so he had uh, a reason just for it. barely. You're sure? Yeah, I mean, no, just, you're sure about that? Just, That's a fact, Freddie. Uh, sure, he gives me <laughs> every time I get on a plane. So <laughs> him, but <laughs> no, I love Gabe Hart. But uh, like, so I know Danny made comments. I was listening back last night. He made comments like, "Oh, you want me to pass all these guys again?" <laughs> like, it's just. They didn't have a smooth day yesterday. Let's just put it that way. You know, it is really easy to blame Christopher Bell for this wreck with William Byron. But let me ask you this. What is the common denominator in all of these late race incidents of late? Ross Chastain. <laughs> Constantly putting drivers in sketchy ass positions because of his dive bomb bull. 
Somebody needs to pop him right in that watermelon on his shoulders. Who makes these? Fans, fans. <laughs> that is awesome. What like, do you want him to do? Y'all need to have Follow? him on the show. <laughs> like, yeah, like, listen, I'm sorry, but I know we, we do love to pile on Ross when we get a chance, but this he is not a situation wrong. where we can pile on Ross because Ross didn't do anything wrong here. Ross Chastain <laughs> is one of the top five best things in the Cup Series right now. He's I'm, top I'm, he gives us something to probably. talk about. Numerous times. He drives hard. I saw He don't care about people's wide. feelings. Oh, 100%. Four wide sometimes into one. We did it to somebody on Saturday. Chandler, how much a- do you care about people's feelings when you're in the car? Unfortunately, not that much. No, that's fortunate. That's good. <laughs> that's fortunate. That's good. I like guys that don't care. I mean, not that don't care. I like guys that you're worried about you. You uh, that's Who was it, Ellie or Dale? Dale was the one. Jared, right? Like, like I know you got a teammate, but you're, you're – Dale Jared always said, we're teammates. Do not ever put yourself in a bad position to help me because I'm not going to do that for you. And he also said, with plate racing, which is now super speedway racing, make sure you're going forward at the white flag. That's the only way you'll have a chance to win. If you're going backwards at the white, you're done. He's pretty good at plate racing, by the way. Yeah, I'd like to personally thank Mr. Clint Boyer for ruining my life. <laughs> for the past Mine 20 too. years, I've had my wife convinced that the best pit road was a short and wide one. And in one afternoon, Mr. Clint Boyer on Fox, the whole damn world heard him say the best one's Long and narrow. So thanks a lot, Clint. You know what I got to do? You know what she wants? That's right. She wants a long, narrow pit road. So guess who's got to go see somebody tomorrow about that? Huh? I'm waiting on that $10,000 from Fox. You need to send it to me to help pay for what you did. Wow. So he doesn't... Where do you find this? <laughs> so I don't us, see this. They call in Reaction it. Theater. I've never call heard it every week. I've that never is heard. Awesome. You can call in any time you want. I've legitimately never heard the girth of Pit Road discussed <laughs> publicly <laughs> until now. And Clint, is, Clint, of all people, is the guy. Clint's who, the guy who should be bringing up the girth of Pit Road. Who brought it up. Yeah. So Clint likes long and narrow. Clint's a nar- long and narrow guy, apparently. Okay. Look well, at, I mean, at least we know what he likes. Looking at me, you can assume that I'm not long and narrow. <laughs> You're definitely short and wide, <laughs> Freddie. <laughs> you're uh, you're you're not Clint Boyer's type. Apparently, I'm just not Clint's kind of guy. <laughs> <laughs> Freddie, you need better help. That's crazy. <laughs> At least we all know what kind of pit road. Chandler, what's your kind of pit road? I'm staying out of this. <laughs> He's a long and narrow looking kind of guy. I'm staying right? out of this. <laughs> Oh, my gosh, we're getting fired. Uh, <laughs> it's my day off, and I'm getting fired. I mean, how do you get fired? Your day, day off, off. Craig. Jeez. Craig. Oh, my goodness. Oh, my heart attack on the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least everybody's got a pit road type now. We didn't know that before. I just want to say right now, Tiff, I'm sorry. Casey, I'm Casey yeah. what's your pit Tiff road? Right Casey, now, what's like, your favorite pit road? I, have, I can't hear Casey, anything. what kind of pit road do you like? Is it a. <laughs> <laughs> Dirt? You want a dirt one? No, you <laughs> Don't say it. I don't know what you're getting ready to say. Is Bristol oh, gonna I was going to say, uh, yeah, wait. No, do Is you Bristol like, pit road going to be asked Do you over? like the one pit road or do you like the dual pit roads? I mean, <laughs> well, there's the front side and back side of Bristol, right? If you put on a green, you only have to run the back side. All right. I, I want to thank everybody for listening for the last five years. Yeah. The Atlanta pit road was great. I mean... <laughs> That was horrible. <laughs> Why? Andrew, what I was wrong with it? You know exactly what was wrong with it. How long this show is going to take to edit? We're not Man. editing.
Just leave it all in there. <laughs> no, no, this is have to be edited. <laughs> if Dervision hasn't signed this contract yet, they should probably... Oh, they're not on until next week. Uh, Blake's like, what the f***? <laughs> He's not coming back. I'm so sorry, Dunlop. I'm so week, sorry. One week yeah. deal. We did uh, great. We had a great start. I gotta start. take another sip of my Mai Tai. Is that the last one, please? That's the last one. Thank God. Okay. Come on, one more. <laughs> that that is all, great. That's all we got. Oh, to Whoa. leave an audio message 24/7. Uh, I don't even know what to do. Just, just go to Anchor.fm/slash Dorma Brinkley. Y'all see Larson get um, boned on pit road. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about what you think of Pit Road. Let us know. Did you see him get wrecked on Pit Road? I did. Oh. No. Yeah, he got boned right in the middle of it. <laughs> ah, it's I... the middle of that long, narrow Pit Road. <laughs> All right, let's move on to Ask DBC Picks because hopefully what this one's a little bit name? more filtered. Do we get that guy's name? Y'all need to have him on the show. <laughs> that was the best. On, that we'll might have been the top five ever. That was ever. pretty good. Ben's going to find DBC it. DBC picks? Who Don't won this forget. week? Wait, we We're haven't even asked DBC. DBC. You just said DBC. Not that last DBC. caller. <laughs> you oh, said ask, ask DBC. DBC picks. Oh, whoops. It's time for us. <laughs> We're I'm not asking DBC picks. Show. We should probably. It's time for Ask DBC. Don't forget to send in your questions. Use hashtag AskDBC. Uh, first one is from Robert. And Chandler, this is for you. What is the biggest learning curve that you've experienced between driving a Craftsman truck and Xfinity car and now these new cup cars? Trying to figure out how fast I talk is his biggest learning curve. <laughs> um, trucks are more similar to the new cup cars than an Xfinity car is by a good portion to an extent. Uh, but they're all three completely different in their own spectrum of ways. Craftsman trucks are, you know, aero racing every single week. And even when you go to Bristol, unfortunately, aero, aero was pretty big at Bristol last year. I mean, you didn't – you guys were behind me, said y'all qualified on the pole. We got by you. I mean, it was wherever you lined up, Majeski won that race off of strategy. Like, yeah. we had the best truck. I couldn't go anywhere. I only drove up six spots, and I stalled out from there. So, like – Craftsman trucks are very aero-dependent. Xfinity cars, complete opposite. It's like a, uh, it's like your uh, short track stuff. It's like a super late model. They don't, they're not really that aero-dependent. Uh, they got a lot of horsepower, uh, not that much side force, not that much down force. It's a perfect race car, honestly. And the new Cup car, I'm still trying to learn myself. It's uh, the biggest thing for me yesterday that I was trying to learn was the tire. There's no sidewall fill whatsoever. So trying to get the balance that I needed on entry to make the center good and whatnot. That was one of my biggest things was trying to find that, find that edge of, you know, because all these cup guys talk about you get to that edge. Once you're there, it's like, you can't get back from that. Like you just spin out. I got really close a few times yesterday. If you don't remember yeah. uh, to spin it out. So just trying to, you know, way bigger tire. I've never ran a tire that big in my life. So it, it, it was quite different to say the least, but they're all completely different in their own spectrum of ways. I thought I thought yesterday, and I was I put this in my notes during the race. Like, you ran, basically, obviously you probably want the result to be a little bit better, but you ran the perfect cup race. Like you don't, if you're a rookie, first start, Zane Smith, very similar at Gateway last year. You don't know they're on the racetrack. Like the biggest thing is like, don't stand out. Like because if you're standing out, it's probably for the wrong reason, and you you just survive 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 get your car better and then at the end you end up with a top 20 and like that that's all you can zane i think zane finished the same spot i think he was like 17th you're 17th yesterday like that 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 is the perfect debut in the cup series like don't make a mistake don't race anybody harder than you should survive the day take what it gives you at the end which and brings it, up a good point 
Do you think you're ready to be a cup driver full time? I leave that to you guys. I don't really know. Wherever. I mean, like, did you feel at home yesterday? Because, I mean, to Freddie's point, like, sorta, you didn't, to you be didn't do nothing stupid. You. So, I mean, you, you, you did everything kinda, well. Kind of, sort of, to an extent, just because the actual atmosphere of the racing is more of what I'm accustomed to than Xfinity. Xfinity, that type of racing and whatnot, is what I'm not used to. Like, people aren't aggressive at all. I'm, I hardly get used up, which that's fine by me. Like, I probably will be more now, but... Um, like, well, I mean, I did a little bit. It's all good, though. It's all good. I didn't care. It was all good. I thought it was impressive, quite honestly. I thought it was what? the 26. Oh, yeah, yeah. No, yeah. Yeah, I didn't know. So, anyways. Um, well, why don't you take the bottom on that last restart is what we really wanted. I, that's why I didn't take the bottom. Mm -hmm. So, <laughs> that's exactly why I didn't take the Let's bottom see. on the last restart. You into the 20, clear. Yeah. All good. Yeah. Well, when John, so, when John Hunter took the bottom, you took the top. When that caution came out, I did not know which scoring loop they would go back to because sometimes it you was, get sometimes you get screwed on the scoring loops. But you were legitimately the leader, and TJ and I have talked about this before on the show. At time of yellow, you were the leader, but sometimes they revert back to a scoring yeah. loop, and you can lose the lead. So once you did that on that restart, and you took the lead on top, you knew then you weren't you weren't taking a bottom. So a lot went through my mind. Me and Freddie talked about it a little bit. He was thinking about we it. Were thinking, <laughs> we were thinking about going bottom for one simple reason. Me and John Hunter did not have a good pass to KBM. We never helped each other. We were always against each other, it seemed like. So I expected him to race me like a complete ass. Yeah. Simple as that. Yeah. That was not the same John Hunter I raced on Saturday at all. Like, he raced me clean. It, hopefully we showed everybody how it should be done honestly i felt like it was really clean and a good product well, i'm gonna end. go ahead and tell you you were about a foot and a half from it not being very clean off a of turn two when you missed the bottom because he was in the throttle trying yeah. to get to you yeah and if he would have waited and just got off the corner like normal i'm gonna go ahead and tell you in the three you're probably going up the racetrack yeah you don't think i mean i don't know you don't know i i, I try to give everybody the benefit of the doubt until they give me a reason didn't he get moved or he moved somebody there he, like ty 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 blasted him tie blasted yeah. him big yeah. i was replaying that in my mind so yeah. much That's why I was like, we were you really scared? yeah i, I in was the moment. yes in the moment i replayed that in my mind because when he was the leader actually he he was trying to run me up the track big like we started rubbing fenders coming to the oh, box he's racing he, me clean <laughs> he was gonna race you real clean I was well, lab, we were, I he was just trying to do his job he <laughs> yeah. was trying to get a good launch and make me have a bad angle like i would have done the yeah, same thing to it. him so um he was run, running us up the track, and I was trying to pin him back down. Like, we were hitting each other coming to the uh, That's just short zone. track race. Yeah, exactly. I almost, remind, I almost said on the radio, like, remember the, how this guy lost this race last yes, year? Yes, like, exactly. You know, because. Yeah. That's why I was hesitant to take the top, because I knew he finished second to me in the truck race last year. We were really good. Like, we were, we were the best truck last year at Richmond. He was the second best. But there was a time probably in the middle of stage two where he, he was pretty solid, but towards the end, like, we were really, really good. But he finished second there twice now. Same year, whatever, right? I would not have liked that. I was like, I got to get this win. That trophy's badass. That trophy looks awesome, right? So no, I would have been you, desperate. I'll send you my address. <laughs> I would have been desperate. <laughs> I don't even have it. I Matt know. took that thing and ran. <laughs> so have you talked to John Hunter since? Yeah, he texted me right after the race, said congrats. And I told him, I was like, dude, thanks for erasing me clean. Like, that was really refreshing. And he said, uh, there was no reason to wreck a guy for a win. I was like, I want you to know, like, seriously, I'm going to remember that because I was not expecting you to race me Let's that way. Let's talk about decision-making in this race. Like, thank, like, John Hunter had to overcome a lot to yeah. get back there because – I don't know really what them guys were thinking about staying out. I was all for it. That comp they were thinking of more cautions and having that set at the end. But yeah, I bet you that, were for it too, how though. How did that work out? 
Uh, <laughs> well, we talked about that strategy before the race. Like, hey, if this works out, maybe, but it didn't work out. Chandler, uh, well, Chandler, like we we were leading, and I was like, hey, you can see what you got out yeah. front. Push, like go get, like you got to lap these guys because especially if you lap both of them. I don't think Sammy got his lap back until the like very last seven caution. to go. Like last call, like, yeah, like yeah. seven to go, he finally got it back because. Like Richmond tends to lend itself to long green flag it runs, does. so if if you lately. can trap a guy a lap down, we're gonna lap the back of the field. Like Sammy's gonna be fast, obviously, but we're gonna lap other guys and put them a lap down before yep. Sammy so, can get yeah. to them. It's a bad and it like sucks. it's it's like it, we we call it like thirty for thirty. Like you, if you go thirty laps on tires, you're gonna get lapped in thirty laps, and yep. that was and that was the deal there. Yeah. Like like I like, and we saw it yesterday even with who Truman. came up with thirty for thirty. I know it wasn't you. Oh, one of my engineers, oh. Jr. Probably thirty for thirty. Like that's 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 intelligent. But it's like and and you can back it up either way, like twenty five and thirty five. Yeah. You know, Makes like sense. it's so that's just the way the fall off works there. But it's even always like that even too, it seems yesterday, like. like Truex, Truex put themselves in a box. They pit. There was like I don't know twenty to go, maybe in that stage. Like we had a yellow at like fifty or so to the seventy stage, and. They pit and put tires on. They didn't gain a lot. They only they they I mean they were behind. They were they were running ninth. Didn't never get back to ninth. And then at the end of the race, they were out of tires. They had to put. I think they put a set of scuffs on. Yeah, we at, ran a set of scuffs at one point yesterday. At, like like so you know that I love that about Richmond. Like it tends to lend itself to to different strategies and and stuff like that. But like like that deal on Saturday, I was like, ooh, they're the only ones that stayed out. And I was like. I honestly didn't think it was going to be that bad for them. Like, we're getting in that run, and I'm like, obviously, I want to win this stage, but we need to push as hard as we can right now because they're right there. Like, go yeah. get them. Yeah. It was a – honestly, that was a good race. There was a lot of – there was comers and goers, and you had to take care of your stuff and um, exciting at the end. So, it was a good race. All right, let's move on to the next one. Chandler, we know how uh, Freddie celebrated your win. but How do you, how do you how think, think I you celebrated the win? You got to celebrate the win. I didn't. I didn't celebrate the win last but Saturday night because my partner in crime over here was laid up somewhere. I'll How see. did you celebrate, Chandler? I didn't. I actually went and uh, got an IV right after the race. To, uh, That's what I should have done. Yeah, I went and got an IV after the race and went and ate some uh, chicken fried rice to get in preparation for the cup race. Uh, Chandler and I actually talked about that on uh, Thursday or chicken Friday. Chicken fried rice. I, I was, was like, Thursday. dude. Make sure you're hydrated and don't get hungry because those cup races will sneak up on you your first. I one. didn't break a sweat any yesterday. No. When's the last you, time you, you drove a cup sweat? race? Do you was run? A, do you run a cool shirt? <laughs> I did yesterday. Yeah. Was it working? Yeah. Did you like it? It worked this time. It burnt me at Coda. <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> yeah. It, it got unhooked or something, but it already circulated, so it just was boiling water. Do they work? Yeah, that yeah, one when did. They work, yeah, yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, it worked. We need cool shirts works, on the spotter stand. It'd be awesome. When it works, it works good. When it don't work, ooh. Yeah, that's the worst thing ever. I celebrated last night. That was, yeah, it was a good part. Well, we can tell you. Look at your drink. You're still celebrating. It's my ties. Does this straw bend? Yeah, look at that, Freddie. I'm sure it does. Oh, that's cute. How often does a cool shirt not work? Because I, I don't know. I hear I, a lot of stories of it like <sighs> malfunctioning. So our organization, when I went back and looked at our notes and whatnot, they had a lot of problems with it last year. I don't know exactly if they got them fixed or whatnot yet. Um, but this that was only my second. No. Third time ever running a cool shirt. And this was a completely different system than the one I ran before. So last year when I ran the Sam Hunt car at Homestead, I actually borrowed Daniel Hemricks from Colleague and um, ran it in the Sam Hunt car. If I didn't run that, I would have fell out of the seat. Like, I fell out of the seat at Homestead in the Xfinity race. I did. But if I didn't have that, oh, no, I was coming to pit road and parking that thing. Like, I would have been done. Like, I was lap 150, 
going down the back stretch, looking at the palm trees. And I asked myself, I literally said it in the helmet and said, why am I racing cars for a living? Like, what am I doing with my life? I mm. felt horrible. I should have got an IV after the truck race. It was a double header. We do that like every weekend, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> Somewhere yeah. around lap 150 Basically. probably too. Yeah. Yeah. So um, Third green, white checker. <laughs> so they're really, they're good to have for sure. They're really good to have. If I didn't have it at Homestead, I probably wouldn't have finished the race. Uh, then I ran it at Coda and it didn't work. And I still have marks on my back. It's like a sunburn kind of, sort of, I don't know. It wasn't too bad, but then I ran a different system yesterday and it worked perfectly fine. Didn't even break a sweat. That's crazy. Yeah, like I could have ran. I wanted it to go another 100 laps. <laughs> yeah. Shut up. I did. <laughs> I was happy to see old Dennis come back there with us a few times, though. That made me happy. Well, and then I seen you guys, too. That made me happy, so, too. So I man, felt good. So I'm old, and you, you aren't. You aren't going to get this, but, man, there were times where you're racing around a Denny Hamlin or a Kevin Harvick or whoever, and I'm like, man, Chandler doesn't realize how – like it this is cool. This is legitimately <laughs> a kid's dream has come true. Yeah, that know? was cool. Because I'm assuming these are guys you watched up. Mm -hmm. I mean, you grew up watching on TV, Yeah, right? it was really cool. The Kevin Harvick is what really got me when – this sounds really bad, but when he lapped me and I seen him drive, I was like, dude, I'm on the same racetrack with this joker. Even though, yeah, he just lapped me, whatever, right? But, like – that's pretty neat. That's pretty cool. And this is his last year uh, driving a cup car. So, I mean, that was pretty wholesome. That's cool, man. I, I just, I'm glad you appreciated that because I was watching you out there with them guys. I'm like, dude, you're, you're racing the best in the world. It right was now. cool. It was cool. And I feel like NASCAR drivers as a whole do not get enough credit for exactly what you said. Like, we heard a lot after Coda with those F1 drivers and whatnot talk about, man, this is, this is different, right? This then is F1 a lot went on NASCAR. Yeah, right. So, um, I didn't see that, but I heard it was a disaster. <laughs> it was so um driver i feel like our drivers don't get enough credit for what they go through each week to be completely honest with you you see f1 and they get way more recognition way more way more recognition way more pay way more sponsorship this that and other but quite honestly i feel like they definitely and this is this may be very unfair for me to say i may be biased here but i feel like they do not work those drivers do not work as hard as our drivers do to be top caliber. I feel like it's way more into the hands of who they drive for, the manufacturer, and um, that it's simple as that. Well, there's only 20 of them, for one. And for two, to your point, there's only three or four that can win. Yeah. Like, you look – to his point, you look at – Lewis Hamilton was God. God. He was God. And he now was F1's God. Now their cars aren't worth <laughs> so he runs <laughs> yeah, like there fifth or sixth every week. Like – I yeah, feel like well, our drivers don't get enough recognition. I, I agree we with say you the on same that. thing. We we don't I don't think they do for how good they really are because like we always talk about, you used to be able to bring road course ringers in and they would run top five. If you bring a road course ringer in now, <laughs> he doesn't run top twenty. Oh. And that's because these guys are But I'm gonna tell good. you something, TJ, like diet, like if you take a guy like yeah. Kevin Harvick and you truly get him to tell you the truth about his, his life, routine, yeah. his diet, his exercise, his sleeping habits. Everything the sim everything that guy does to Chandler's point, he he works fifty to sixty hours a week to yeah. be a great race car driver. How long not not mentioning are. mentoring his son, which is still work, right? Yeah. I mean it's obviously part of being a dad, but you, you can't imagine. Fans don't realize listen, when I got here in nineteen ninety nine Drivers showed up and drove race, race cars. And then Jimmy Johnson was one of the guys. We had Jamie McMurray on here. Jimmy Johnson was one of the guys that kind of changed the sport, right? Ricky Carmichael got to motocross, then he changed the sport because of his routine. But these guys now, if you're not in shape, 
I mean, to, to your point, you're you're at 150 thinking you're going to die. What what was his name last week? Button. Jensen. Jensen. He yeah. said he thought he was going to die. He mm-hmm. thought he was going to have to quit. Quit, yeah. So to your point, an F1 driver, I realize he hadn't raced in a few years, but nonetheless, an F1 driver is telling you he's in a NASCAR Cup race and he thought about quitting. Yep. He was going to burn himself alive inside of these cars. So I think, Chandler, you make a great point. People don't realize at the Cup level how awesome these guys truly yeah, are at it, their job. For sure. Let's move on to what an idiot. What an idiot. Freddie, who is your pick? You guys go first. No, I did, no, no, no. Freddie has the ultimate. <laughs> Please share it. He's he has kind of the, a long story. He has arguably the best what an idiot ever. And <laughs> ever? it involves, I'll, I'll, set, I'll, I'll set it up because Freddie, he needs to get his thoughts together. It involves a spotter. He spots for Ross Chastain. He manages, <laughs> he manages Noah Gregson. Oh, and his name is Brandon McReynolds. He's a great dude. Uh, he's he's one of my favorite people to hang out with if I want to be hung over the next day. And so I'll let Freddie lay this thing out. RacingUSA.com, I believe it was, reached out to Brandon and said, hey, uh, if I send you some die casts, will you have Noah sign them? For a fee, obviously. And he said, yes, of course. Uh, you know, just send them over. So... Like a couple weeks had gone by, and Brandon didn't receive the diecast, and he reached out to the guy. He's like, "Are you sure you sent them?" And he's like, "Yeah, I sent them. Like they should be there, but I'll look into it." Not only did he say he sent them, he said they were signed. No, for no, 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 no. This was later. That was, okay. that's later. All right, I'm getting in, ahead. In the story, you're getting ahead of the story. Speed so, it up. So around the same time, Brandon received a package from NASCAR. That was uh, a box of 75, 75th anniversary, anniversary yep. diecast. So Brandon's like, wow, this is very nice of NASCAR to send me these diecasts. These diecasts are expensive. So he said, I'm, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to give them out to my partners. I don't know how many. There's probably 100 Ooh. or so of them. I'm going to give them out to my partners. I'm going to give them out to Uh-oh. the people that work here. I'm going to give them out to the people's kids. And oh. he gave away all of the diecasts that he received from quote unquote NASCAR. Called um, Evan Swilling, who's a friend of ours from he works in NASCAR, and he said, "Hey man, really thanks, appreciate that you guys sending that. That means a lot." And Are you referring Ev- to Justin Swilling? Is it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Sorry. Really good friend. Their brother, like I think their brother is them. So anyway, Swilling's like, I don't know <laughs> what you're talking about. He's like, No, you sent me that box of diecast. He's like, I appreciate that. He's like. Uh, um, okay, Brandon, whatever. So then the other uh, Racing USA calls and is like, hey, uh, says that package has been delivered and you signed for it. Ooh. And he's like, uh, I don't, he's like, man, I'm telling you right now, I'm looking around the shop, office, everywhere. He goes, I don't have a single Noah Gregson diecast in the building. He's like, well, they're not Noah Gregson diecast, they're 75th anniversary diecast. He's like, we just need Noah to sign them. And Brandon's like, well, f-. <laughs> <laughs> he, he said, well, I already, I already gave all those away. Um, so I guess just go ahead and send me a bill for, for all those diecasts and I'll take care of it. Jeez. So Noah Gregson autograph 75th diecast will be a little delayed this year, apparently because Brandon McReynolds gave them all away and, that's what? almost worse than being fined by NASCAR what to idiot. give away thousands of dollars of diecast. Thousands of dollars. 
That's now, impressive. I mean, that was that's. But if you know Brandon, it's really not hard to believe. He definitely parks in short-term parking. <laughs> <laughs> he's he's. <laughs> what kind of pit road do you think he likes? <laughs> Chandler, do you have an idiot for the week? If you call uh, me a bread idiot, I'm punching. <laughs> <laughs> I'll I don't take really, that one. I don't really have one. I haven't thought about this much. I don't. I can't say I got one. I can't talk to any of what y'all got. You're probably better off not calling anybody an idiot this DJ? week. How about you know? You know you should call an idiot. Uh, Let's who? Go, Chris. Can we, Chris. I don't know if we should win a race ever again. If Chris is going to take his shirt off in victory lane. <laughs> like, nah, it <that> was good. <laughs> I. I got to spray him with some ice cold water. Who, I thought that was funny. Who the hell wants Chris Rice's sweaty ass polo <laughs> from the damn race that that day? You would be surprised. <laughs> you would be surprised the amount of people that he want gave that. it to Kevin, Ke our friend Kevin from Virginia. Like if you if you follow NASCAR, oh at all, Kevin, yeah, he's the most like, dedicated listener. He is the most dedicated listener here. He's on Sirius all the time. He calls in all the shows. Kevin, we love you. It's good to see you. I hate weekend. I didn't see him this weekend. Uh oh, Danny Hamlin's calling me. Should we answer? Yeah. Yes, I would. All right, I'm going to tell him he's on speaker. What do you think? Did he get him? Hey, we're on speaker. <laughs> hey. We're recording our show right now. No shit. Longest <laughs> show ever. We got J.J. Yaley as a guest. What, what, what are y'all talking about? What are y'all talking about? Break failures. Uh, <laughs> what are you doing? Am, am I going to make your what an idiot? Well. <laughs> you're all, we're on that segment, me, so. Me, me and Chandler were just glad you didn't wreck us when you wrecked 15. <laughs> Oh yeah, that, that, that was a that was a miscalculation. <laughs> Let me call you back when this is over. We're all gonna lose our job after what I said earlier, anyway. So your podcast is canceled. Our podcast is canceled. We're all done. No, 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 no. We're we're going the other way. I, I had a very good discussion with NASCAR, and I. I think I got them actually to be fans of the show after our discussion. Your show or ours? Yeah, your, your show or our show. Or both? Well, everyone, you know? 30 Mo oh. is, is where you come for the real information. But I'll say this. Um, if I'm your what it, what an idiot, I, I'm not going to be offended. I get it. Uh, I, I equate my problem to being like a tailgater, right? When you tailgate and someone hits the brakes unexpectedly, you're probably going to run into the back of them. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> We were more laughing at your comments with Gabe Hart before the race when you said you were going to carry the team, and he's like, good grief. Yeah, yeah. I just uh, – <laughs> it was a bad day for me. But, but let's just move on, and hopefully you guys have a great show. Well, I want to know, I wanna know what adjustments you DVD made. <laughs> oh, my God. I want to know what adjustments you made, Denny, to go to the front that one run. Well, all right. Well, you all have a great day. <laughs> <laughs> I'll call you back. Are y'all are y'all live? Are y'all recording? Oh yeah, we're you're live. We're all live right now. Oh perfect. Hey, have a great day. <laughs> See have you, brother. All right, I'll call you back. <laughs> Never know who's gonna show up on this show. Action's great, detrimental. What a great guy. TJ, idiot. Oh. <laughs> TJ's an idiot. That's it. Yeah, damn. <laughs> I mean I phrased that on purpose. I was gonna go with Jeremy Clemens because he made me really mad, um, hey. and then and then Casey asked this guy where where he wanted to drive, and where he, I honestly feel made a mistake. Like this yes, is we the know. show that everybody can be honest. Hey, you cannot call Jeremy Clemens an idiot. He's an intelligent human I, being. I oh. think Jeremy Clemens is now my yeah. second favorite Xfinity driver. I agree. 
He's good, good Lord. Really great guy. Really hurt. And my two Xfinity wins, too. That I'll, right I'll own it. Well, one. One win. Yeah, he won oh, at, uh, one. Okay, he won at Road, America. Road America. Road America, yeah. A great, great win there. Great Yeah, guy. it really I was. was there for that. Great oh, guy. Oh, yeah. I think right. he's he's maybe my second favorite driver behind Denny. <laughs> I got to be honest. Chandler's not your second favorite? Damn. Not, Why don't you just week. kick him when he's sitting here? Jeremy. He got you a win. I know. You just. to the top of the. No. Jeremy got us a win because if that would have <laughs> if that would have went green, we weren't going to win. No, so. we were bad. <laughs> Denny just volunteered himself for what an idiot. So, well, so I think he, he's got to get mine. He did drive right through the back of that guy. I will, I will, I will admit I am the idiot, one of the idiots for the week for asking that question. But I think that I think that we're all honest here, and I get that you're under contract, but you know. <laughs> Brett, I love Freddie, you. you are under contract in certain cases, and you still talk some well, shit. I'm so. not under contract. I, we're stupider than me. I'm not under contract. No, I'm, I'm open about that stuff, I also lost some brain cells I'm, I'm on this show. It. We need to get it going. I, 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 I want to ask Chandler a few more things. Oh. oh, boy. So, dirt racing, Bristol. What do you think about it? I think it is absolutely the worst idea. <laughs> oh, never mind. I should probably stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm okay. going to be – I already – I talked to Chris this morning. I told him, I said, uh, you know, why y'all guys are getting muddy and whatnot in Bristol, I'm going to be sitting on my couch. I'm going to take a picture of me kicked up eating something to eat while you guys are out playing in the dirt. So am I. So <laughs> Xfinity Series Racing, uh, you're, you come into the, to the deal, you're full-time this year. Um, you get to pick five cup races to run, mm -hmm. right? Obviously, I get why the Daytona 500. Now that I know Richmond's your favorite track, I know why Richmond – your next three coming up, North Wilkesboro, Talladega 2, Phoenix at the end of the yep. year. Why, why those three? Wilkesboro was my choice. Talladega, Chris choice. Phoenix, my choice. Um, Wilkesboro, because after yesterday, and this may be going on a leap, I think that we could actually run top 10 there pretty reasonably. Like After what we learned at the end of the race, I think it, there would, it would be a disappointment not to run side top 15, but top 10, I think we could – that's not uh, – that's not something out of the question for Wilkesboro, just because of the background I have and whatnot. Have uh, you ever seen North Wilkesboro? The race no, track? but I'm going to race the super race there. Um, I think it's that Tuesday. Yeah. I'll be there in a super late model. So, no, but it's. I'm going to tell you something, man. <laughs> my, 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 favorite, my favorite racetrack growing up as a kid in the Carolinas was North Wilkesboro. Like really? I, my, my childhood memories there, man, are amazing. Um, I grew up going there with a Caldwell family, and. I've not been there since I was literally a kid. You're coming, right? Yeah, you're spotting, I'm coming. Right? Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, if you're running, I'm, I'm your guy. I'm your perfect guy. Perfect. As long as you don't run Good. Bristol Dirt, Good. then you I'm not going to show up. You can do the super race. <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I probably would do the super race. You if, want to? If Come on. To. You, you want to know who yeah. I'm driving for? Who are you driving for? Ben Kennedy. Oh, nice. Hey, that's brownie points. Uh, I don't think we can work <laughs> We're getting that. in. We're in. You're going to be in negative points before you get there. But seeing these pictures of this place, Freddie and I spent some time with Marcus Smith last week. Like knowing that there's only I think twenty five thousand tickets being sold, I, I, there's only one thing I want. I, I need you to arrange a helicopter to bring me in and out. Is that out of question? <sighs> what, who's better, the who's the guy? The, wait, hold on. Call is. him back. I better call Danny back. <laughs> who's the guy that flies a helicopter to RCR every day? What's that guy's name? I don't know. Petrie. Yeah, him. No, oh, you, Andy you, that, that's your guy. That's my guy. That's your guy. Denny we, has a helicopter in his backyard. Why Denny has a helipad him? at his boat dock. I did not know that. Yes, Denny's that's boat crazy. dock is a helipad. Just, just ask him. What's a yeah. crazy Denny? Denny? What's y'all's crazy Den most story <laughs> no. about Denny? No, no, let's yeah. go around the table. Uh, no, that, that's, you're first. that's probably come on. During the wood the craziest thing I ever seen Denny do was hire me. Anyway, go ahead. No, I have been to Vegas with Denny. That's all. Okay, let's hear it. I've been, I've been to Ohio with Denny. I, I. I love Denny. 
<laughs> great. He's then great. He's, then I've he's, never been around him, honestly. Dude, he's so he's he's like a quiet dude. He kind of he kind of reminds me of Dale Junior back in the day when Dale Junior because Dale Junior was kind of a quiet, reserved guy. Denny he, wasn't very he, quiet running late models. He, and stuff. He'd have he a, he'd have quiet. a couple drinks and he'd get wild. Like Denny's Denny's yeah, but Denny's very intelligent. But I mean, he, dude, he, he's. Some people will probably debate his intelligence at this point. Guy. He wasn't very quiet in late models, but he was funny. I mean, I I had a lot of fun racing with him there. I mean, we we got along really well running with each other and stuff. And he was fast, and he was, but he would make he would make some comments every now and then, and they were funny. Like Den- Denny is literally the American dream. Yeah, I mean, this guy grew up not a lot of money, just enough money to race, and boom, he makes it. And I mean, now he's pretty damn big. Yeah, you know, for sure. You, so you Biggie's like calling our show. I mean, yeah, I know he wanted to be a guest today. <laughs> he just wanted to be in. Yeah. yeah. So anyway, Bristol Dirt. What what can people expect this weekend? A show. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, yeah. Yeah. So on the truck side, I don't know if they kept it or not. Two years ago, when Martin Truex won, we ran a softer tire that year. There was tire wear. There was comers and goers and whatnot. That's a good thing. So last year they made the tire hard as a rock. Didn't wear at all. Not, like, at all. There's no comers and goers at all. It was just... Yeah, single file, don't miss it. Yeah, it was horrible. Uh, same for Knoxville. So, you can count on that in the truck race if they didn't change the uh, tire compound there. Cup race, I ain't got a clue. I'm probably going to watch just for the entertainment factor of it and uh, to support my colleague racing teammates. But these cars were designed actually to be on road courses, right? The cup cars? Yeah, I don't that's see much road racing. course. I don't see any road course cars going on dirt unless it's... That's the only thing that disappoints me when we do go dirt racing is, like, it doesn't get on the right rear. It doesn't y'all out. Yeah, and if you do, you spin out. You do. Yeah, growing up watching Super Dirt Late Models, like, that's that's what I love. Do you think, like, do you think this, it was a novelty the first year. Obviously, we went back last year. Take away the Easter aspect of it. Do you think this has run its course? Um, Especially at Bristol. Let's find out next week. Here's my thing, Freddie. I don't think it should be a points-paying race. Like, I don't understand why it's a points-paying race. Should the Coliseum? Could, could, Even though it's not. Could, I know it's not. You can't because it's a group. No, I, mean, I don't let, think so. Pit crews, there's so many <laughs> elements so. that well, are I didn't make the race, so I don't think you pick There's, one there's just so many <laughs> elements that aren't normal for us. There's no pit crews going. So every pit crew guy's off this weekend. Um, obviously, we're on dirt versus concrete or asphalt. The cars aren't made, like you said, for dirt tracks. And, man, I don't know. I, I love dirt racing. I mean, that's what I grew up a fan of first, but do I do I want to see them put dirt on our favorite on my favorite racetrack in the country? Bristol is my favorite racetrack. It's not my favorite race to spot, but it's my favorite racetrack. So to see them covered up makes me want to puke. I kind of <laughs> agree. I don't it's Bristol, so I want to see the Bristol's actually was a really good race last year. Um and these they don't they don't they're not like you talked about, they're not dirt cars. They don't like like look at the dirt cars. Like if it was a dirt late when I was going through the corner, we weren't even touching the left front on the ground. I'd be like, mm-hmm. "Oh, this is pretty cool." But we're yeah. literally just driving this stiff, like heavy ass car on a. Don't a take route. this wrong, but Joy Logano won in the first ever dirt race. Tells me it ain't dirt racing. What are you talking about? Because who would have won a dirt race? I got a sword. Christopher in my Bell, Kyle Larson, <laughs> that was the greatest race. We've Alex ever had. Bowman, Ricky Stenhouse, Justin Haley. <laughs> like there are true dirt racers in the field. So. That tells me it ain't a legit dirt race. But if you line these guys up in 40 super dirt late models, I'm down. But even, that ain't the case. Have you watched the dirt late models run there? Even that's a little different. Yeah, than, it is. It's not, it doesn't even look like a real dirt it's late model. Race. too much bank. They're just wide. Yeah, yeah they're, they're, they're hauling. Dirt tracks did you ever go to Prelude to the Dream? Uh, in Eldora? 
No. Dude, that I went was there so for the fun. truck races, though. That was so fun, so awesome. I mean, you take 15, 18 cup guys go out there. It was, uh, yeah, what was that? That looked really cool. That was like, I was really, really young, but I ba- that was the deal that Kyle won, right? Yeah. Why so, don't we do uh, that instead of so, doing so this? So, Tony Stewart put it together, and the dream is obviously the big dirt yeah. race. So, we would go out there, prelude to the dream, and man, it would be 15 to 20 cup guys. And I mean, Clint Boyers, the Jimmy Johnsons, the guys that knew how to really drive the piss out of a dirt car were. Yeah, like you said, Kyle. I mean, dude, it's fun. Fun to watch. But I'm not – I don't know. It's my favorite racetrack. I don't want dirt on it. But Well, let's find out uh, by picking some DVC picks. Freddie, you finally won. Whoop, whoop. If you want to watch dirt racing, you go to Millbridge. First one of the year, um, picking for take Wyatt Miller. Bristol. My guy dominated. <laughs> I picked first. Yes, because you – What's your last place finish? Well, I'm either going to pick the guy that wrecked my guy, Christopher Bell, or I'm going to pick Superman – just because I can lay up again and hopefully have some picks left. Because every time I swing big, I freaking strike out. Christopher Bell, I oh. took your pick. No, you didn't actually. <laughs> I mean, you got this big committee telling you who to pick. So who are they telling you to pick this week? I don't have a big committee. Stop being an asshole. I'll be. I'll take Briscoe. 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 Briscoe at Bristol. Hi, right, back to the drawing CJ. board. Since I don't want. I'll. I'll. Who? Who's the dirt guys? Davenport and Davenport's running. Davenport's running. Who else? That's it. I Kyle Larson's in it. He's pretty good. No, at it. I mean, I mean, <laughs> ringers that would be coming in from outside the sport. I'll take Davenport. There was one other one. I'll take Davenport. I don't want to waste anybody else. I'll Ready? take Ricky Stenhouse. Chandler, who would you pick? Who's going to win the race? Probably Larson. Speaking of Stenhouse, their cars are so uh, fast right now. Oh my yeah. god! Did you see every time Stenhouse goes by, you see that mac and cheese on the side of the car. Made me so hungry. I've seen I that car too it many times too. yesterday. <laughs> it went down over the side skirts and well, stuff. Dude, he and was like, he was some good looking mac and cheese. He was so fast and he had a problem on pit road. They were really good. They were really, I mean, dude, beginning of the race, they're ripping the top, just going <laughs> to the front. And then they had a problem on pit road. I think they dropped the jack too early and broke some yeah. line or something. But. All right. Well, thank you guys oh, so much for listening. Casey, you got somewhere to be? Um, let's, let's talk I about it. This has been the longest show ever. <laughs> no, it's only Andrew, two hours. Andrew would like the episode to come out today. I think everybody else would agree. So you're off this weekend. What's your next race? What's, where are we going? Marksville. That's going to be good oh, for you. Hey, right? yeah, we, Dash for Cash. What's my percentage on that Dash for Cash, by the way? You have to ask Chris. All right, that ain't on me. I'm going to tell you how much you win. <laughs> your dad asked me. Your dad's like, you, I bet you'd like about 25% of that. I was like, absolutely. Zero percent oh, yeah. is what the spotter gets on that. <laughs> no, that's not a lot. I bet you don't win it. I've seen it for years. <laughs> Wait, are you guys in it? I don't remember. Nah, but we'll probably make sure hey, you don't. Hey, <laughs> easy guy. That's a lot. Chris, I got a percentage last time. We, I won one with AJ. Did you? I did get a little percentage. Are you, are you part of the gold pot? Are no. you a part of that? No, Freddie is, I never even Freddy heard is of the it. gold pot. You know <laughs> what the gold pot? There's I never no even heard way. Of the gold pot. Really? No, Call Chris when we leave and ask him. The about only it. thing I've ever wanted out of Chris Rice is a bottle of Pappy, and I still don't have it. A bottle of what? Pappy. He, he's is that yeah, alcohol? He's Twenty. It's yeah. a twenty-year. <laughs> I want the twenty-year Pappy Van Winkle. He burper. wants a bottle of alcohol older than okay. you are. <laughs> <laughs> it's legit older than you are. <laughs> All right, Casey's right. got to go. We appreciate yeah. y'all listening. Chandler, thanks for coming on, dude. You're having a great season. Keep it up. Don't let Freddie bring you down. Hey, just, yeah, you know, just so you know, Chandler, I lift for the gate, so don't drive through me. Okay, the good gate. <laughs> Don't run I wasn't planning on lifting, so I'm, I'm glad that you told me your <laughs> lift point here. That. Thanks, everybody. <laughs> See you next week. week. We out. Word. Check out Dirty Mode Media. YouTube, Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Dirty Mode. Dirty Mode.